Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, guys? Before we get this going, we want to tell you about a company we're working with called Hemp Lucid. Hemp Lucid are supporters of this show. They provide full-spectrum CBD products in various forms like tinctures, topicals, edibles, and more. These health products interact with your body's endocannabinoid system. This system is responsible for regulating many processes in your body, including your immune response, sleep, mood, and even pain. So there's many reasons to try CBD oil. So if you didn't know already, this company is producing some of the highest quality CBD products out there. And patriots all over this great country of ours are trying it and loving it. You can try Hemp Lucid today at HempLucid.com and get 20% off at checkout with discount code PARDON. That's HempLucid.com and get 20% off with the discount code PARDON. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon my American global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence control. Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon my American. Greg, we are back. We're back, dude. Oh my god. Oh, Chris, what's I'm up, dude? So I'm not gonna lie. You said it earlier. This is a little weird. Yeah, is it, is it kind of funny? Is it? It feels. Well, funny? no. I was just sitting here and I was like, Nah, it's been a while. You know, it feels like another life. I was just looking around his room. I was like, I don't remember it. I yeah. didn't step yeah. foot in here. We haven't been in here in like almost a month. Before you guys got here, I, I came in and swept a little bit. I was like, Damn, there's like cans <laughs> and fucking mold and shit in there. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, no, no, it's, it's dude. It's well, cool, man. Yeah, we were just talking. So uh, everybody, Dave is he's had a sex change. He's now well, a full blown transvestite. <laughs> yeah, that was the story you went with, apparently. Uh, <laughs> you know, we wanted to add some femininity to the show. Yeah, and yeah. He brought. It. There's too much male presence. There's in way here. too much. Um, we needed a female perspective. Yes. So, what better way than cut your dick off? <laughs> well, absolutely. That's why it took me so long to recover. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put it up on I'm the just wall. Throwing it out there, I don't think that was a good idea. <laughs> no, it's traumatic. It's uh, it doesn't feel great. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's he's always been a woman trapped in a male's body. Apparently, okay. apparently. That's yeah. not true at all. I feel very manly. Well, hey, yes. Anyways. So, re- revival. You've survived the big C little V. Yeah. I got the COVID. 
So we're going to talk about it. Yeah, bring it up, man. I, I it, like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this um, before we get into it. It put a lot of things into perspective. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into what I mean by that. But I think a lot of the stuff that we had talked about uh, previously um, kind of was even proven more so after dealing with it. Gotcha. Um, and then I can see some I can see some aspects of the other side, the people that are um, nervous about it. Yeah, but there's a reason for that too, in my in my take, and why there was a moment where I was nervous, and it and it wasn't because of of COVID. Let's put it that way. What was it right before they cut your dick off? It was the well the pre jitters, like you the, know the pre cutting my dick off jitters. <laughs> yeah, that could be something too. <laughs> That's it. gonna get anybody. Okay, That's, yeah, uh, they gave me some like COVID, uh, you know, <clears throat> numbing tainted uh, scissors, <laughs> numbing cream. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, before we get started, we got you know we got our website. We got you know we yeah. Wanna, so once uh, once we get back into the groove, I'm going to add in the episodes. I mean, Chris and I did some half-assed attempts, but hey, yeah. we're yeah, still we, getting info out to no, you. No, yeah, the thing was is like, and I appreciate that you guys did that. We had some long discussions. Um, you know, for the viewers listening, we were talking and communicating um, when I was here in quarantine. But um, I didn't want you guys to stop completely. I just knew if you guys don't know, I do this at my house. Like this is you know this is in one of the rooms in my house, and obviously. Yeah. With what was going on, you know, it wasn't um, very easy for you guys to come over here and do that. So you guys had to make the best of it. I thought it was great. I thought the content was still great. Um, and hopefully that got out. But, it, you know, there's it was just kind of a weird month. Yeah, know? and we, had, we got a lot of questions from people like, you know, are you guys still doing this? The it's last been, episode was 161 or something like that. It's been know. a dark winter. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. We haven't been in here all December. So yeah. I mean, it's but anyways, our website. Um, yes. Go to pardonmyamerican.com. Put in your email. Yeah. And YouTube, we're going to start posting these to YouTube for now. Yeah. But we're going to work it out to where we probably won't be having the full episodes on YouTube because there's a lot of stuff that we like to talk about. Yeah. That we're not able to talk about on YouTube without us getting shut down. Well, so. there's we've we've been examining some different, uh, you know, Ben Shapiro and other people that kind of utilize this. And, and the bottom line is, is um, you know, social media has not been favorable to us at all. No. Um, and it, you know, if you guys are aware of what's going on, like we can't get monetized on YouTube. We have, there's just a lot of issues. We could get banned at any time on Instagram. It's just been a nightmare. And the only sure thing for us is our website. So the idea is whatever we can do to get more people over to the website and make that the home base where we don't have people, you know, commenting, like, I can't figure out where you guys are at. We want to spread the word that yeah. that is our website. So yeah. Anyways, that's that. Do it. Sign up, share it. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. And we appreciate you guys being patient with us. Honestly, I yeah. appreciate it. I and really all the, do. all the Patreons out there. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It, it really means anything that you guys give towards us. We put it back in the show. So, yep. So let's get into it. You want to get into it? Yes. Get okay. Into it. Okay. So we've been talking about for months, um, COVID and, and like we were coming from out, outside perspective, you know, like it's not that bad. Yeah. These um, pussies need to buckle up. Well, listen, we, we've always, I want to make sure that we are very clear that we've, we've always said that it's a real virus. Yes. And that's that was never the problem um, for any of us before I even got COVID. That was never the problem. The problem was always that it's real, but it's being it's being blown out, blown of, proportion. out of proportion. Yeah. So December uh, 3rd, I took a test. Um, we had Thanksgiving. We had people over. We partied it up. We had a great time. Um, and then my brother-in-law um, got tested and found he had COVID. So it kind of started... Uh, you know, like, okay, well, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe, uh, but 
But then, uh, you know, the dominoes fell. Most of her family, my wife's side especially, I would say pretty much my wife's family got it. Um, and then so you started experiencing symptoms. Or I, I went to your work. Wife did. Yeah. So I was on vacation the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, we had our podcast that Sunday. Yeah. Um, I felt fine. Um, but I went back to work for one day. I went back on a Monday and I, uh, at the end of the day, my wife texted me and said she can't taste or, or smell. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a good indicator. Yeah. Um, so then I had my two days off again and, uh, we found out that her brother was got positive tests yep and uh i started getting some muscle cramps like some uh uh, aches like pretty achy so i I talked to my boss i was like hey listen uh, my brother-in-law got it you know i'm starting to get a little achy um i should get a test and he was like absolutely so i got a test um i got my results the next day and it was it was positive yeah um so i had muscle aches really bad um not overwhelming or anything like that it felt like you were at the gym for 12 hours that's the best way I'm, mm. I'm like if you think about doing leg day and all the shit at gym you're there for hours i like that and then when you you know when you get that that fucking like <laughs> jelloy arms and it's well, tight it's, and shit it's the next morning after leg day when you go to take a shit yeah you just fall onto the toilet yeah, because I, you, you can't I, I don't, there's no slow lowering no. your body it's just like oh and it's, <laughs> it's the worst ow i wouldn't even say it was that bad okay yeah. i just had i had some i had some real muscle muscle cramps um i had a fever yeah slight it was in the 101 something like that 100 101 102 in that area dangerous zone mm. okay, i didn't feel I, I didn't get the sweats i didn't have nausea i know yeah. you were texting me you're like are you nauseous or anything and i was yeah. like I, I never was nauseous during the, that period of time but uh so i had the, this basic stuff man i just i felt tired um and we just kind of relaxed my wife had got it obviously as well she got tested positive as well baby was fine uh, our baby was fine. Everybody, I think the breast milk helped quite a bit. Oh yeah, um, which you should you should have lapped some of that up yourself. Yeah, I actually have a funny story about that. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll bring that up in a little bit. Uh, my kids both got it. I think uh, they didn't get tested, but they had one day where they were very sick to their stomachs and stuff, um, and it literally lasted, uh, you know, like four o'clock, um, and then they went to bed and they were feeling pretty crappy. We gave them medicine. They woke up and they were totally fine. So mm. no no significant thing with the kids or anything. Yeah, my wife was very quick. She had fever. Um, basic stuff, and then she was done. And the rest of her family literally was like two, three days done. So, um, as with most of America, as with right? all of America. So, um, for me, I remember texting you guys, um, and it was kind of this ongoing thing. I was telling you, I was like, I feel a lot better. Um, cause like midway through, I, I think it was before I called the Kaiser again, called yeah. the doctor again, yeah. it was about 10 or 11 days. But on day five or six, I start. I woke up and I was like, "Man, I feel really good. Um, I didn't have a fever. Uh, I didn't have any tightness. Nothing. I felt great. I was like, okay, um, I think I'm over the hump. I feel. I feel like I'm all right. And up to that point, it wasn't that bad, man. Like literally, I've, I had the flu way back in the day. I'm talking like middle school, high school. Really? Yeah. I, I remember. I was. I was thinking about. It. I was like, I remember having the flu, and yeah. I was like on my ass. I usually dude. get the flu every year. <laughs> no, I, I, I really never had the flu. Wow. I never get the flu. Okay. But I remember. I remember in high school or whenever it was. I remember having the flu, and it put me out for three days. I'm talking. I was in bed, sweating, yeah. fever, yeah. puking, yeah. terrible, terrible. Yeah, sucks. This was nothing like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I got over this, and I was like, well, that's not fucking bad, you know. And I had that day. Well, right after that happened. I felt good, and that night, um, I started getting the shakes, like, really bad. 
Like cold shakes. Because you knew they were going to cut your dick off? That might have been it. <laughs> yeah, that was probably it. it, dude. I mean, that'll make anybody It was nervous. just anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to get like a... I don't want to get my ball snipped, let oh. alone my... You know. <laughs> but um, I started getting the shakes. And uh, I, I remember my wife came in, and I was in bed, and I was just like, I feel really good. And as soon as she left, she went somewhere with the kids. I, I just like laid in bed and was like shaking uncontrollably, man. Like uncontrollably. 40 minutes of just... Like violent fucking, I couldn't get myself to stop. Yeah. So I went up. Were you cold? I was yeah, moderately. Okay. But not like not like what you think. But I was like, I'm gonna go take a bath, a hot bath. I need to take a hot bath. Oh. And I did this frequently because I like after where I now realize COVID ended. There was that point where I started getting these shakes and I started getting the fever again. Yeah. And then nausea. So. I, I was like, I need to go take a hot bath. I, I would just go make the hottest bath you could possibly get. And I'd get in. I just lay there, and I noticed that like my legs and my arms and stuff were very. I could see all the veins and shit, dude. I could oh. see it was like purple, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So you looked like Mitch McConnell after he got his ass whipped. <laughs> yeah, it okay. was a lot like like Hunter's dick. Um, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, with M and M's on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I put M and M's on. He just, just had them floating around in the bath. <clears throat> yeah. So long story short, I deal with this for days. The and, shaking in the baths and well, the shaking and the fucking fever and shit. And I'm like, what the fu- I was getting real frustrated. I was like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, yeah. I'm sick of this lingering bullshit. Yep. And I started getting very lucid, like crazy dreams, very crazy dreams. Like I wouldn't be able to sleep. I didn't sleep all night. Like I would just be up like thinking like I had about seven things like running through my brain songs. I remember songs playing. And then on top of that, there's like weird imagery. It was very odd. Really fucking weird. Do you remember any of the dreams? Uh, I don't. I was trying to. I was talking to Chris, and I was trying to remember what song. It was like weird, like 60s, 70s songs. Yeah. And they were like playing on repeat and stuff. I don't even listen to. But I just remember like it was very loud. And I remember one night what was started startling me was I was laying in bed. <clears throat> my wife had moved upstairs with the kids, and so I had the room to myself. And I was laying in bed, and I shut my eyes. And it wasn't like I dozed off. I literally was like, okay, I need to go to sleep now. So I just shut my eyes and. I started getting this like imagery of like these demon faces and shit, like these really weird faces. And they were right in my face. As soon as I shut my eyes in my face and they were like yelling at me, like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to fucking blow. And I was, I'd open my eyes. and I was like, what the fuck was, it was that fast, man. It wasn't like I fell asleep. It was just weird. Yeah. So the next day I'm trying to cut this as, as quick as possible so we can get into some details. Well, wait, wait, wait. So do you remember what the demon faces look like? No. Okay. No, I just remember they were like alarm, like startling. But it was it was what was weird about it. Was, were they creatures or were they human? They were human, but they were like it was it was pretty dark, dude. OK. Um, and there, there's a family member. I'm not going to name names, but there's a family member that like, it was like, yeah, I've had this crazy dreams, man. And Chris was saying, you know, like oxygen levels, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm, oh, OK. Um, I was like becoming delusional, like really delusional. Hmm. Um, and I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep at all. And, you know, I stay up late generally anyways. Yeah. But I'm talking um, I was laying there until six in the morning and I was in bed at, I mean, I was in bed all day, but I was awake the entire time. And like, I would get up at like six and be like, that fuck. I take a bath again. And then I would get out of the bath and I'd feel sick and I'd puke. And then I'd go back in bed and I'm like shaking. And I'm like, what the fuck is this dude? It was freaking me out. So that lasted like, it lasted, uh, like four or five days, Yeah, <laughs> four <laughs> days. Is so, If that lasted like two days, I'd be like, let's uh, call it. Well, so I just didn't know that I, I was like, OK, I, in my head, I was like, this must be lingering effects of this COVID shit. That's what, what I was thinking. OK, but then I went uh, and I, I woke up one day and I, I was I had a fever 
like a pretty big fever. It was like 103. Yeah. It was, it was high. And so I was like, I need to go. I'm going to jump in the bath, dude. I'm going to get in a hot bath. You're going to take a hot bath with a fever? <laughs> Listen, my, I was shaking so you bad. You take a cold but bath. See, I, but see, hear me out, though. My fever that I had, I never felt hot. I never felt hot. Like, when I had 104, I never was sweaty. I was never any of that shit. It was just, I took my temp, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's high. Yeah. I never felt it, though. Like, it was weird. But I went in the bathtub, and I started doing what I shouldn't do. But I like doing is I'm like, oh, I'm going to hop on, you know, WebMD or something and start looking up the <laughs> shit. I'm going to look at what's going on. I was looking up COVID. I'm like, are these are these symptoms of a, of a different, you know, COVID or something? And and they weren't. But what I found out was that pneumonia is popular with COVID, mm-hmm. like the two. And that's what's the, the scary part, apparently, about COVID is getting pneumonia. Yeah. And so I started reading it. Cold shakes, fever, nausea, um, veins. You know, skin translucence. Yeah. Uh, dick falls off. So I so I get out and I talk to my wife. I'm like, I need to call Kaiser. Like, this shouldn't be lasting this long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And so I call Kaiser and I'm talking to her on the phone and she's, you know, this is what I want to get into the most. OK, let's do um, it. You know, I talked to her on the phone and she was asking a bunch of questions and she's this like is a nurse or somebody. Yeah, it was just like it was like the, like uh, the front desk or something. Well, you call this number with Kaiser and they they hook you up with like a uh, nurse, yeah, on the phone, and they talk to you about what's going on and try to figure out what to do, basically. So I'm telling them like, listen, I looked this up. I, I have concerns. I might have pneumonia, and I have a little one. So that was my biggest concern was my my newborn. Yeah, um, it's the most dangerous between kids like two and under, yep. and then over seventy or something. Um, which I, I avoided my my youngest, so I, I didn't have concerns all that much, but. Long story short, um, she's going through and she's asking if I was like stimulated by anything. She's like, did you drink any caffeine? Were you, you know, did you do anything that was going to stimulate you to make you lose your breath? Because at this point, I could only breathe in for three seconds. That was the most I could take in. Like, oh, and, then, oh, okay. and then I was done. Like, I don't even think it was three seconds. It was less than that. Like, I couldn't get a lot they, of. They had you do that on the phone or something? No, I just counted. I was, I was, oh. I, I, my lungs were, I couldn't catch my breath. Yeah. And so that was tied in with all this other stuff. Mm. So I told her, I was like, yeah, I had one Pepsi. Uh, that was my first, like, caffeinated drink I had. And I also had my first dip and, you know, chew in, like, four days. So I was like, yeah, I mean, I did chew and I did have a Pepsi and I hadn't had any for a long time. So maybe. And she's like, well, that's probably what it is. It's probably probably just overstimulated. Damn. But she was like, we'll get you into the doctors. We'll okay. get you an appointment. We'll just have you check out. So I go to Kaiser. Okay, I get out. I walk in. They have a special door for COVID, you know, a facility, Pod B or whatever the hell it is. Okay, and nice and special. Yeah, so they're like knock on the door. It was like fucking James Bond or something. It's like <laughs> knock on the door three times. We'll let you in. So I knocked. I didn't. I didn't Secret know. codes and whatnot. Um, so they let me in. I walked in. Uh, I talked to a nurse, and this is where this is where I I I realized that I think we have a problem with our medical system because this is where um, it was the most. It was the weirdest for me. And like where I got like concerned and I shouldn't have been. I went into there and I, I talked to the nurse. The nurse is great. She took my uh, temperature. She was checking my, my oxygen levels. She t- did a blood draw. This is at Kaiser? At Kaiser. And she was fine. She was like, okay, we're just going to do this. Um, we're going to check your temperature. I was, I had like a 92% oxygen rate, which is low. But it's, uh, she was telling me, she's like, well, you know, if you're in the 80s, that's where we, we start considering going to the hospital. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I, at resting, I was at like 92 um, and she was checking my breathing. She's like, yeah, you know, I don't know what, what's going on. You, you might have pneumonia. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but they, they wanted me to get an x-ray. So, 
And this is the nurse. So then the guy comes in, he draws my blood. Okay. And he's like, he's like talking to me. He's like, oh, you'll be fine, man. We'll get you better. <clears throat> no big deal. So I'm, I'm fairly calm. My heart rate was high. It was like 150 and 120, which sometimes I get that with anxiety. Like if I'm, you know, not sure what's going on. Long story short, the, the nurse takes me out in the hall. She's like, we're going to check your um, oxygen levels. It's at 92. And she's like, I have a concern that once I start moving you, um, it could go down into the 80s. Oh, like a stress test? You'd be Well, she, wanted, she walked me and I had like the thing on my, my finger and it was checking my oxygen percentage. And yeah. it was at resting 92. But she was like, you know, if we walk, you might lose oxygen. And if you go into the 80s, I need to know that. So, you know. So what happened was I went for this walk with this gal down the hallway and back and forth and. Did you buy, um, her, buy her any flowers or not? I should have. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. quite romantic. I was going to say. Uh, Look into her eyes. He was eyes. actually yeah. half naked in his gown, too. Well, so. I told her, I was like, I was like <laughs> damn, man. I was like, this is the most extra I've gotten in a long time. You know? <laughs> I was like, you're really working me here. You know what I'm saying? She was really, she was giving it to me. You know what I'm saying? Well, wow. Yeah. Uh, Raw but, dogging. Sure. Um, but anyways, what happened it's was. It's standard before the sex change. That's, that's well, true. I don't I don't know. Just a walk to make sure. Listen, we're well, going to have you walk with a woman. Just make sure you don't have any feels. Because if you feel funny with this woman, you might not want to. One last test. Yes. So long story short did on that di- one. Did your dick move? Okay, if it did. Well, they say, they mm. do say that if you get COVID, you could lose the uh, the ability to arouse. Oh, no. That's actually in one of my fucking, I got that in my, in my, I, I have the, you little know, the Kaiser app. Yeah. And it said, you know, like, call the hospital if you have all these symptoms. And in there says arousal issues. I would say right off the bat. That is definitely not a concern of mine. Okay. <laughs> I am strong. I did have to, when I took those baths, I did have to check and make sure that was still safe. Oh, yeah. Um, because I will tell you this. Also that, gave, that also gave him shortness of breath. Well, I, yes. <laughs> I was, yes, that's, that's yeah. what I thought you were going to say. I was on my phone. I was in the bath. I was yeah. looking up this stuff about WebMD. Yeah. But before that, yeah. I got a little stimulated, okay, because I saw some big boobies. Well, you, know, uh, you have to make sure that it's okay. I, I was looking at because... Uh, I, that was something that kind of came up mid thing that there's people circulating that you lose your arousal. And I was like, God damn. So I lost my sense of smell and taste. Okay. I didn't say, I didn't say that, but I, I, I lost my sense of smell and taste, which mm. fucked my appetite. When did that happen? Uh, that happened like oh, before day, day three or four. You went, okay. Okay. Um, but that sucks. I'm going to tell you right now that really sucks. That's what my wife got and the most of her family. And you, you can't, you don't have an appetite because nothing smells good. Nothing tastes good. I literally was eating food and it tasted like metals like it was it yeah. was gross it was absolutely disgusting so i i resorted to jello and pudding and fucking you know just like yogurts like and shitty oh okay you know well no i tried and fruit i had a lot of fruit and stuff because yeah. it just it, it still tasted sweet but it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't really a taste but so i lost a little weight you know what i'm saying that's, oh, a, man, that's, hey, that's, that's the first thing i said i i recommend the covid diet it's really quite nice. <laughs> yeah uh covid 19 lose 19 pounds baby so i go to kaiser <laughs> like freshman 15 yeah well yeah hopefully you know I, it was it, that was a benefit i'm not gonna lie i feel i feel i feel good now but okay. uh so i go walk around with this gal my oxygen level goes up to 97 and she's like oh that's weird they went up that's really good and i was like great so i felt like okay you know it is what it is yeah. so um the doctor comes in and he's this fucking guy. He's around my age, maybe a little bit older. And I could tell right away. He's he's just like, I'm not bullshitting with anything. You know, it wasn't he wasn't he wasn't personable. He most, wasn't most doctors aren't. No, <laughs> just, well, that's not entirely true. Um, but he came in and listened to my lungs and he's like, It doesn't look good, doesn't sound good. I don't like what I'm I don't like it. I don't like where I'm here. So I got an x-ray. And uh basically, I mean, I'm trying to cut this short here. 
I was in the room by myself. There was hardly anybody in this fucking clinic. Okay, I just want to say that. There wasn't a fucking overrun of fucking COVID patients. Um, I could hear the doctor after I got the x-ray. I hear him in the fucking hallway. And he's like, call 911. Call 911. We got to get him out of here now. And I was like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? So this motherfucker, like, peeks his head around the door. He, like, opens the door and just pops his head in. He's like, we're calling 911. I'm taking you by ambulance. I'm like, what? What's going on? What? Like, I feel I feel pretty good. Like, what's going on? Yeah. So he comes in, and he basically basically says that, like, I have something going on in my lungs. Um, that he's not going to play around with this. Uh, he doesn't want me to be a statistic, uh, which I thought was, was a weird way of phrasing it. Yeah. Um, that he's seen kids or people my age get this and it goes south bad, like fast. And so he's like, we're going to get, take you to the hospital. Now, mind you, my wife's not allowed in. So she's out in the car driving around or something. Yeah. And I'm like, so can my wife take me? He's like, nope, you got I got an ambulance coming. You're going by ambulance. So I'm starting to panic a little bit. I'm like, why am I going by ambulance, man? And he's like, I, uh, you know, uh, when you get there, I want them to do tests, but you might be going to Hillsboro. Um, you know, I don't know if they're going to life flight you or if they're going to take you by ambulance. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, uh, you know, there's there's a chance that you could be put on a uh, respirator, ventilator. And I'm like starting to like really like I'm like, is this that like, is, should I be concerned about this? Like, is this really that bad? And he's like, moderately. You should be moderately concerned about this. <laughs> what? OK. <laughs> OK, you uh, <laughs> imbecile doctor. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's like. Telling somebody to be moderately concerned after you're calling 911. Yeah. Saying you, they're going to be put on a ventilator and life flighted. Yeah, you might have to yeah. be life flighted somewhere in a fucking helicopter. Yeah. And at this point, they put me on oxygen at Kaiser. I was like, I had the fucking tubes and I had an oxygen tank that I was carrying around with me like an idiot. Yeah, yeah, Like I was yeah. 90. So the ambulance shows up. So your anxiety's through the roof at this My anxiety's point. through the roof. Yeah. And I feel like I'm well-versed on this. We This is something that we've discussed yeah. for months, man. And I know pretty well like what the symptoms are and that's that's i'll get into this in a second but that this is where stuff started like clicking in my head and i'm like what the fuck is going on with this shit dude and i was worried because my wife couldn't be involved and i was trying to text her and uh, i'm like i gotta go to the hospital um which she was alarmed by obviously because like she just dropped me off at kaiser yeah and she's like, well, do I, you know, I think it's something to the extent of like, do I need to take you there? And I was like, no, they won't let you take me. I, I, the ambulance is coming. And obviously when I can't even, she doesn't see me or we're not having contact. Like that's scary. I mean, if any of yeah. your wives were in Kaiser and they called you and said, they're taking me to the hospital by ambulance. Yeah. And you have COVID that would start to alarm people. Right. That's when I would just wait. <laughs> I wouldn't call her right then. I'd be well, like, as if I do, her. it's just yeah, gonna- but she was like waiting. Right? She yeah, was, she oh, she was out there. Waiting. She had the kids oh, with her and shit. Uh, so she's waiting on. But I think okay. she I she, she might have she might have. I don't know how that worked out. She okay. might have left. I, I'm not I sure. Get you. Okay. Yeah. Ambulance shows up. They put me in a fucking stretcher. Tie me down. <laughs> Damn, dude. Um. Uh, so that they are trying to make you anxious. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they brought the stretcher into Kaiser and then helped me. I didn't need it, but they helped me into my. Okay, you just slowly. And they were really nice. The ambulance drivers were really nice. But they 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 took me out. I'm like looking at all these nurses, you know, and shit. And they're all like, oh no. You know, like <laughs> they're like, <laughs> we're losing another one. You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but these are the stories they get sold in the media. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So in my head, at this point, I'm pissed off. I'm yeah. really upset because I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I haven't seen I got this x-ray and he's freaking out after this x-ray. 
and he says that he sees something in there, and then all of a sudden I'm, getting, I'm being rushed to an ambulance. And as a civilian, even if I'm well-versed on some of this stuff, that's like, dude, that's, explain that's, to me what the fuck is happening right yeah. now. Because this makes no sense. I don't, I'm not like gasping for air. I don't have like sweat. I'm not like, I'm not in a position where I need help. That's where I feel I'm at. Yeah, but they forced it on you. Yes. Right? What if you would have just said, hey, 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 back the fuck up. Yeah. I'm going to drive myself. Thank you. So they, they tested me. Like the one thing that I, when I went to the first got there, the nurse tested me and I was like 103.2 or something like that, 0.25. Yeah. Temperature was pretty high. When I got in the ambulance, they checked my temperature again. It was almost 104. So it was high. And I get that. So they were super nice. They took me to the hospital. Dude, did, did you get an anxiety boner? Did it no, happen? No. But, <laughs> okay. but the thing about that, too, like emotions and stuff can make your temperature go up. For sure. And my, yes. heart, my heart rate was. Yeah. Yeah. My heart rate was like 125 at this point. It was really high. And so when I got in the ambulance, they, they gave me an IV. They're like, we're going to get some fluids and shit. I go to the hospital. I get in the hospital. There's hardly anybody there. Like, seriously, I'm pretty sure I was the only person in the ER. Just saying. And so I had this nurse. He was a really great guy. Really friendly. Very nice. Younger. Said he was only there for a couple months. So he's pretty new. And I'm like, dude, like I'm talking to him. He's checking my my statistics or my vitals. I'm at like a 93 oxygen. Decent. Uh, my heart rate's still going crazy. And he's like, okay. there's a name for it. I don't know what it is. But he's like, hey, it's probably anxiety, honestly. Like, you probably you are stressed out, and that's there why your heart go. rate is high. And I yep. was like, yeah. So I'm trying to talk to him. I'm in my fucking, I've got needles all, I literally you're have your seven stretcher. needles. They tell me that I'm going to get a CAT scan. They want to give me a CAT scan. And I was like, dude, I just candidly talked to the guy. I was like, should I be concerned about this? Is there something going on that I should be concerned about? Uh, you talk to the doctor or anything, and he's concerned about anything. He's like, no. Like, I'm not concerned. He's like, you're you're talking you're breathing on your own. Uh, you're rel- relatively healthy. You don't smoke. Yeah. You don't have any pre-existing conditions. Did you say, uh, well, then I need my lawyer right now, ASAP, because I want to sue the fuck well, out of the doctor over at Kaiser. So because- I told him, I, I you know, I, I should have went that route, Greg. I really should. I mean, honestly, but I did tell him. I was like, listen, this is the deal. I went to Kaiser. I set up an appointment. I go to Kaiser. I walk into Kaiser and I go, whoever my doctor, I don't even remember his name, but I was like, whoever my doctor was went into full panic mode. Yeah. Which started alarming me. Made you go into full panic mode. Right? And I said, dude, that was, I, you know, he was nice. He was a cool guy. And I was like, dude, that was bullshit, man. Like, you have no idea. Like, with all this shit going on, I go, I'm, I, I, I talk about this a lot. This is something I'm in, interested in. We've discussed it. And I go, I know. I know that this is not that bad. Okay? But I go, when you're sitting there and you can't see your x-rays and you don't know what's going on and you are short of breath and shit and all of a sudden... He's peeking his head around the door, screaming, call 911. You know, don't let this man be a statistic, everybody. Yeah. So, and that I might go to Hillsboro and have fucking uh, be put on a ventilator. <laughs> okay. So the guy's like, listen, I, you know, I can't speak for Kaiser. I can't speak for that guy. I can tell you, uh, you seem healthy. You like are talking. Everything seems normal. Your oxygen level's low, but it's not bad. Yeah. And I wouldn't be concerned. So he's like, we're, you know, we're going to get you a CAT scan. Um, I found out later that the CAT scan was was um, because with COVID, after talking to the actual doctor, um, apparently COVID can cause blood clotting in the lungs, and mm. that is that was their concern. He's like, I just want to check and make sure you don't have any blood clots because if you just have pneumonia, and he came in, the doc came in. I was like, Sir, should I be concerned? They told me I should be moderately concerned. Should I be concerned? So this is now you're at the freaking hospital. I'm at the ER. 
This is the real doctor comes in. This is not the nurse. The doctor comes in. Okay. I said, should I be concerned? He goes, no. Um, he goes, you might have pneumonia, um, but people get pneumonia. And uh, he goes, you know, I don't know what kind it is. We're going to test that if it's bacterial, viral. But he goes, you're healthy. Um, you, you don't smoke. You don't have preconditions. You're not diabetic. You're talking to me. You're sitting up. You're joking. You're laughing. I yeah. have zero concerns. I just want to get a CAT scan to make sure that you don't have any blood clots that we should be concerned about. And did he also go, and by the way, love the show and fist bump? <laughs> well, I wish he did. <laughs> he looked at me like, I think I know you from somewhere. Yeah, he's like, oh, Dave. And he, he, he went, Trump, don't you think? You know, at the end, it's kind of. <laughs> so I get a CAT scan. Okay. Uh, get it all. Everything's comes out great, which I want to tell you, they put like this. Have you had a CAT scan before? I have. Yeah, a long, long I have had ago. my CAT scan. Okay. Yeah. So they give you this ink, dude. They put you in the machine. And they give you this like ink thing that yep. goes through your system. And yep. the lady tells me. Now, mind you, I haven't ate anything all day. Uh-oh. I kind of had to poo a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, yeah. The lady's like, you're going to feel a warm spot. I don't know where you'll feel it, but you will feel it. <laughs> That's enticing. <laughs> and she says, kind of like that. a lot of people get it in their groin. So oh, it feels like they're, they're urinating themselves, and you're not. So don't be concerned. But it could be in your feet. It could be in your back or anywhere. Or your anus. And uh, yes. And I was like, oh. Okay, I will be prepared for this. And so I went in the machine, and they said, uh, "You are not prepared." They for said, this. "Hold your breath, please." And so I had to hold my breath. Hold and, your breath and puck. And then your they, anus. they fucking like put you in, right? When she and then the lady comes on, she says, "You're gonna feel the warmth coming up. It's gonna happen." So they're like, "Hold your breath," and then I feel, I feel tingling, and it feels like I shit my pants. <laughs> it was so fucking warm that like I felt like I diarrheaed everywhere. Aye, aye. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I felt it in my feet. And I was like, oh, my God. How did your feet die? running down my legs. No. I was like, the feet is the warm spot. I just shit myself. <laughs> That's what I thought. Oh. So the nurse was like, are you okay? And I said, I think I shit myself. <laughs> oh, no. You said... <laughs> and uh, she goes, you probably didn't shit yourself. Like, she didn't say shit. But she says, you probably didn't defecate. Uh, it's, it's fine, sir. It's just probably the medicine. And I was like, I don't know. It's really, really warm. <laughs> Do you guys smell this? And I'm in my robe because they have the fucking thing that goes yeah. around your head, right? Oh, God. Tell me you don't smell poop. Yeah. <laughs> she comes in. Oh, he really did So shit. she comes in like gives me hand up. And the first thing I do is grab for my, my butthole. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I did not shit myself. Because, of course, you want poop all over your hand. Uh, well, I figured shit. I already shit all over this place. <laughs> uh, it's what's a little on my hand. Yeah. It's all over the fucking bed. You know, but okay. I didn't. That's just a funny side story. It was really scary. I thought I shit myself. That was it. Might be the that was the scariest part. part of the whole story. Could be yeah. public humiliation. <laughs> Could be. Um, basically, I had no blood clots. Basically, the doctor came. They gave me a phone. The nurse comes in and hands me a fucking landline phone, and he's like, "The doctor's gonna call you." <laughs> oh my god! Like a cord, <laughs> like a cake, like, like a fucking Nikio, like whatever that, like a rotary dial. Like, no, no. Like I'm talking about an old school fucking like <laughs> wireless phone that you had in 1995. Like it was saved by the bell. Has like it in you the car. really are not spending your money wisely. I'm just gonna say that right now. Radio Shack needs to get up with their shit. But he hands me a phone, so the doctor calls me. I hear the, you know, yeah. And he's like, "Hey, might have been a radio type of thing. Could have been. Who knows?" But he's like, "Hey, uh, you know, you don't have blood clots." Uh, do you want to go home? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, all right, you're good to go. Just get dressed. And I was like, okay. And I had all the shit in my arms, um, which I think there's a picture. I don't know. But <clears throat> my fever resided. It broke. Um, everything was fine. I <clears throat> had a normal temperature. Um, and I got dressed and I fucking went home. And he's like, basically just said, you need to, it's very contagious. I don't want you around anybody. 
Um, and I came, my wife picked me up and I was like, Hey, uh, you need to move the fuck out of the room. And, uh, I thought she, uh, oh, okay. this was at this point that she had moved out completely. Well, cause they had confirmed you had viral pneumonia. Yeah. I had viral pneumonia. Yeah. And so he's like, just call nine one one if you can't breathe. And I got a, uh, a fucking, you know, like a nerd inhaler inhaler. I was supposed to take that every two hours. Um, but I never got a fever again. When I left the hospital, I never had a fever again. And I think I think what happened was is for four or five days before I went to the hospital, I had pneumonia. And I had already run the course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when my fever broke, I was fine. Like I felt fine. I still had shortness of breath. And there was a couple scary moments, seriously, where like I, I kind of was got too active really quick, like a sudden burst, and I literally could not catch my breath. I was I had my arms on the bed. I'm like counting. It was really bad. I mean, it was it was kind of scary because I was like, man, my wife's not here. She's upstairs. And I was like, if I fucking faint or pass out or something. Yeah. I What am I going to do? Scream? <clears throat> I can't fucking breathe. You know what I'm saying? You just got to make sure your hands on your dick, dude. <laughs> if you yeah. pass out, make sure your hands on your jump. Yeah, that's why I did. I, I actually no, I put my <laughs> hand in a, a bowl of ice and I was like, grab my dick. And I was like, <gasps> fuck, it was cold. So well, I fucking I'm just got saying, the air. If, if someone's going to find you passed out. They got. They better find you passed out with your hand on your junk. Yeah, well, that's like. Oh, you went that way. That's the yeah. Best. That would be all right. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? That'd like, oh, right. I see what happened here. Yeah, he got a little too feverish with his uh, extracurriculars. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, I don't know. Anyway, uh, okay. So, so to end it, I I started feeling better and better. I never had a fever again. I never had any other symptoms again. Yeah, I call Kaiser. This is the last part of this little story. I call Kaiser again. This is about two days later, three days later. And I said, hey, I had to call the hotline again. And they're like, they sent me out with this gal named Olga. Mm. Should have been a dead giveaway that this is not going to go well. Dead oh, giveaway. why? I don't know. I just feel like that's just a name that's like really by the books. Olga. Okay. Um, I say, I got diagnosed with viral pneumonia. I looked up online with viral pneumonia. They don't give you medication. What they say is, is after you break a fever and you're done with the fever, about two to three days, you're not contagious anymore. So I call Olga, Dr. Olga. I don't know what her last name is. And I'm like, I have not had a fever since I left the hospital. I feel great. What do I got to do? And she says, uh, well, you're still sick. You're definitely still sick. You need to take more time. And I was like, well, what do you mean more time? Like, I, I, I haven't had a fever for three days. I want to go back to work. I want to have a normal life. My wife moved back into my room. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, I think you're probably sick. And I go, so when can I take a test? A COVID <clears throat> test, because I need to take another COVID test. And this was like on Tuesday or something. She's like, not at least not until Saturday. And I'm like, what? I was just like, ma'am, I haven't had a fever in two days. Like, this is what the websites are telling me that I'm okay. And she's like, no, no, I just, I really have concerns. You had COVID. I don't know what can happen and stuff could change. And I don't want you to have to go to the hospital. And she did the same fucking bullshit where she was trying to fear monger you. So I got off the phone with her and I just set up an appointment for Friday to get tested. And I went and got tested. The next day it was negative, but all this is great. I know you guys don't really give a shit all that much about COVID. Maybe you do. But my my ultimate take out from this is, is this. COVID in itself was not that bad. It was not that bad. I have maybe eight or nine family members that got it. All in the same period of time. All quickly came to. 
no complications. I was by far the worst. And the, the only reason I was the worst is because I got pneumonia, which in the big scheme of things is scary. Um, if I was 70, that would be alarming. Okay. Um, but I'm not. Okay. And well, according to that doctor at Kaiser, he's seen young people get this yeah. and it's not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the point is, is like where I, once I got pneumonia, I yeah. started putting the pieces in my head. I actually ended COVID on around this date, about five days after I got it. And I started getting pneumonia. COVID was gone. I got pneumonia. And you could argue that I got pneumonia because of COVID, which is true, because that's how you get pneumonia from the flu. You get the flu and sometimes you get pneumonia afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. I had pneumonia. I had all the symptoms of pneumonia. No more symptoms of COVID. Okay. But what pissed me off the most was that these fucking doctors came out and were trying to push this bullshit and scare you. And in my head, I was talking to my father-in-law and some other people and I was like, you know, I get it. They're scared. But you're a fucking doctor. And... If you've been brainwashed, then we have real big problems as a fucking medical system. Because what he should have said was, hey, your lungs don't sound good. Um, it's a little more than this facility can handle. And I would love for you to be able to go to the hospital, whether your wife take you or if you choose to go by ambulance, that's fine. But I think you should go to the hospital and just get checked out, maybe get a CAT scan. That would be best. And what I would have said was, cool, I'll go. I'll go check it out, man. Like, I have no problem with that. But you didn't do that. You were a fucking creepo. You peek your head around the door. We're taking you to the hospital. Like it was screaming about nine one one. I could hear you in the hallway talking about death statistics and that's what you meant when you said I'm not going to have you be a statistic. But not only that, they strapped you to a gurney and sent you via ambulance. Yes, which is not my fucking choice. (laughs) Called. Let's get some money, bro. Yeah. Uh, my well, point that, is, that's, 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 the, that's the problem, is doctors have become salesmen. Well, and here's the deal. I want to say this about this guy. I don't believe that this guy was trying to be a salesman. I don't believe this guy was trying to... He didn't come across like, I'm going to send this guy on an ambulance because we're going to get more money or they're going to get more money. I never felt that way. What I did feel was, is panic. He, he was scared. He was scared. He was scared. And, and instead of being a professional, and instead of saying, uh, sir, this is a little out of our league. Uh, I would really prefer that you go to a hospital and get the right testing to make sure that you're fine. Mm-hmm. I would live with that, man. I can, I'm, a, I'm a big boy. I, I get that I got chest pains. So I would have said, like, okay, man, yeah, I would be rather safe than sorry. And I could have called my wife and be like, hey, they're suggesting I go to the hospital, uh, maybe get some tests. I feel like in this certain instance, his ego could not live with that decision, though. Because he, if he is yeah. the big man on campus at Kaiser. No, he wasn't. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, he's I, the I, doctor, right? Yeah, well, I, I don't feel like he was an important figure, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> so, yeah. if he's calling the shots, then people must look up to him as he knows what he's doing. Almost like he was grandstanding. Or, just... I, I feel like if, he genuinely wanted to be safe than... more Like, safer than... like what's I can't think of the phrase. More safe than sorry, or whatever the yeah. fuck. I can't even think of that word. I genuinely feel like in his heart, he was like, I want this guy to go get help somewhere else because I don't know if I if we can deal with this. But that's not when when you're panicked and brainwashed or you firmly believe something that's absolute bullshit like covid. I'm going to say it is bullshit. He actually went to the extent of alarming me. And if I can be alarmed, who I've looked into this and we've looked into this and we've discussed it, if, if I can start getting my senses 
tingling like, whoa, what the fuck is happening right now? What is a person who believes that this is a death sentence going to do? Yeah. When you put fucking Karen in the in the waiting room and she's got short <laughs> pink hair and she's has a Biden tattoo or whatever. I don't I don't know if anybody's got a Biden. But I'm saying I'm saying if you put if you put that person that was a mistake. Yeah. If you put that person in my position and they get that doctor acting like that, you are scaring the fuck out of that person. Yeah. Because they already believe that it's a death sentence. And when you're like, we're rushing you to the hospital in an ambulance, you might be shipped to another hospital. You could be put on a ventilator. They're freaking the fuck oh out. Oh, my God. Yeah. <clears throat> they could probably die. That's why I'm saying, who really caused the death at that point? Hello? It's unnecessary. And that's, I think, what it, I it's came It's dangerous. Out it's dangerous. It's it, not it, just unnecessary. This is like, this goes against the Hippocratic. My heart rate was high, dude. Yeah. And I do, like, I don't want to say that I have anxiety because I think that's an overreach. But if I overthink something, like, I can't, my heart can race, man. It can. And I do. I, I Every time I go to the doctor, I just don't like the doctor. Well, yeah. My heart races. My so, blood pressure it was actually good. It's just like, it, high. it's just like talking about something and then it's, it's two different complete stories, right? You, you can sit here and talk about it all day, but to yeah. actually experience it is a whole nother ballgame. Yeah. So it's like, preparing for a job interview or preparing for anything right yeah you can practice all you want it's a, you were in a band we were in a band yeah. band practice you can prepare for it but then when it's showtime you get up on stage you're nervous as fuck you, your heart's pounding yeah. you're getting a little nervous okay everybody's excited it's well, the same and you mindset look up. you look up, listen you generally look up to doctors you generally take their word because they're, they're trained and so when i was in a situation where i'm reading about pneumonia and when I started reading about pneumonia and COVID, what I was reading was this is the this is the dangerous part of COVID. This is the part where the people that have some illness and ailments, yeah, the, the this pneumonia. is the dangerous part. Pneumonia part. This right? is the part that puts you in the hospital and puts you on ventilators yeah. if you're not healthy. And in my head, I'm like, okay, dude, I'm pretty fucking healthy. Listen, I get it. I know I'm chubby. I hear I hear the comments. I'm chubby. I get it. But here's the deal. <laughs> okay. No, listen, I know. I'm joking. But here's the deal. I, I don't have any ailments, okay? I'm not diabetic. I do not smoke. I've never smoked, okay? Like cigarettes. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't, I don't oh, even, listen. We just, all know what that means. Crack. I don't even. Camp lose it. I don't even. I don't even drink that often anymore. Seriously, I don't drink very often at all. Yeah, I don't even drink at home a beer or something. I just don't. You you take a couple uh, little pocket. I, I'm a I'm a chewer, and that's the extent of it. Okay, there you go. But the point I'm trying to make is is I knew that I'm a healthy, decently healthy person. Okay, I knew I don't have ailments, and, and yet reading what this is, I'm like, oh, like I started getting more alarmed because I was like, if this is pneumonia, this could go south. Yeah. I did get a little nervous, man. Yeah, that's and what I was I, telling you. I went to the Kaiser, and all he did was enhance that fucking anxiety. Yeah. Instead of calming me down and being like, hey, listen, could it be bad? Sure. Okay, but listen, you're healthy. You're walking in here. You're breathing. And that's this thing that I talked to the nurse at the hospital, and I asked him, I said, how busy you been, man? He goes, really fucking busy. I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, not with COVID, with other shit. I was like, oh. Go figure. I'm the only one in here. COVID's okay. Meanwhile, I'm hearing other stories where they have to expand their COVID units because there's Who? not enough room. Who? Our hospital. Funny. 
Yeah. Because the only thing I heard, listen, this is no joke. Have you been to ER before? It's the second wave, Dave. I'm speaking solely on me. <laughs> this is nothing to do with the hospital. I just want to make that very clear. Have you been in the ER? Uh, not in a while. No. Okay, so I'm sitting in a room, glass doors. I can hear everything that's going on in the hallway. And the people are just doing my thing, like talking to me, and they're out there, and they're kind of chatting. And the only fucking thing I hear, like right before I leave, they're like, yeah, we got an emergency coming in here. This gal at Walmart swallowed three bags of heroin. <laughs> that ain't COVID. That's not COVID. That's heroin. Well, you know to be fair, that's the only thing you heard from your room. There could be sure, more cases. But I'm of- telling you, like, I was in, listen, you have to understand where I was positioned yeah. in the hospital. I was kind of centralized. Um, I They took me out of the hospital with a CAT scan. I didn't see anybody in, like, literally, I, I honestly swear to you that I feel like I was the only person in the ER at the time. Where, where every, were they wearing like full body suits like virologists no. wear to protect themselves from your deadly? Uh, the guy had a mask and a fucking face shield. My nurse. Okay. And the doctor had a mask. Gotcha. No goggles. No. That's very uh, inappropriate. I mean, I don't believe so. I don't remember any goggles. Wow, I can't believe they were not wearing goggles. But here's my thing. <laughs> here's my thing. This is where I want to end. You can ask questions, whatever you want to do, or we can move on. But the point have, is, is this. The point is, is this. COVID was not that fucking bad. It wasn't. It was not that fucking bad. And when you ask anybody that I know that got it, they'll tell you the same thing. And you had the worst of it. Out of I feel like I got the worst for sure. Yeah. To the extent of that I didn't get hospitalized. But I did go to the hospital. Not under my will. I, I did not <laughs> want to go. But my point is, is... You didn't need to go. The flu was worse. When I remember the flu, I remember being just sick. I don't know even know what I had. Yeah. And I was more sick than I was with COVID. Yep. The actual COVID was annoying, and that's the only way I can describe it. It was a fucking annoying. I felt like I had no energy. I felt like I couldn't even get up to, like, just do normal shit. I was like, I just want to lay here. My body's sore. I couldn't eat as much as I wanted to. I didn't eat at all, hardly. Yeah. That was annoying. Pneumonia sucked balls, man. It sucked. But I think I dealt with the majority of that problem before I even went to the hospital. So by the time I got out of the hospital, I think I was already recovering, and I never broke a fever again, and I was fine. But the point is, is I survived it, obviously. I'm sitting here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the point I want to make is is that these people that are scared to death of this shit, which I see all the time in Portland, and these people are like, oh. And I've talked to people. I'm like, I'm not going to name names. But they're like, I'm, I've, I've been thinking about you a lot. I'm concerned. And I respect that. And that's what I wanted to say about the other side of the spectrum. Certain situations... I respect that you are concerned about my family and me, and I really appreciate it. I really do. Yeah, but there was some there were some periods of time where I could see these people, and they were genuinely scared for me, scared, and that's alarming to me because I'm like, dude, had you been the one to get this, you would have understood that this shutdown is horseshit. If if I was sick, what they should have been doing this whole fucking time is everything's open. Oh, Dave, you got COVID. I call work. I say, hey, I need to go on a medical leave or I need to use my vacation or sick time. Be out for the seven days, eight days, whatever it is. Go back to fucking work. <laughs> yeah. It literally is not that fucking bad. And I guarantee you some idiots are going to come out of your bed. People are dying every day. 3,000 people are dying every day. Fuck you. They're probably already on their deathbed or it's a bullshit case where they got in a car wreck and they had COVID. I'm sorry. Or they fell off a ladder. Motorcycle accidents. Yeah. My dad told me, man. I talked to him right before I got sick. He works for hospice, I believe. I don't want to say too much, but I believe he works for hospice. If you don't know what hospice is, that's where you go to die. I'm sorry. 
But that's basically the blunt way of saying it. Yeah. And he was saying that he lost some patience, man. And and, and I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, that sucks. It does suck. I, I do have a heart. But he lost some patience with COVID. I don't want to give uh, details. I don't, so I'm, listen, well, I that's the thing. That, I can't go into details because I don't want to give away information on his behalf. What I'm saying is, is they've lost under 20 people. And and I'm not saying he was agreeing or disagreeing. He just was like, you know, we we lost some people to COVID, and you know, it's it's not it's not good. But the way that I took it, honestly, is that um, it wasn't COVID. COVID accelerated the situation. Yeah, they could have had cancer. They could have had something else. They could have just been old as shit. They get COVID, and instead of living for two more days, they live for one. I, well, I, yeah, I, you you lost people to COVID while they were already in <clears throat> hospice. Yes. Well, that that is the thing is they're they're commingling the people that die of COVID with the people that die with COVID. Yeah. And the and people, we'll never know. And the people that die. Well, that's the thing is is you can't you have to separate the two. I know. But and, at this and stage, no one does. We were talking about last night. Last night was the first night I've seen Chris. Like. I went to my father-in-law's. We started getting This is the first night I've seen you. I know. It's the first time I've seen Greg. Yeah. But but I, I, we did get together with Chris and we were kind of talking. Um, and it's just, it's one of those situations where I don't know that we're ever going to know. Ever. Like the true numbers. Because I think when, they, when they've when they mixed this up to this extent, yeah. unless they do a massive investigation, they're never going to find out what the fuck really happened. But even if they did do a massive investigation, it's going to be years before anything real comes yeah, out. Yeah, it'll come out like I, 10 years yeah. ago. Yeah, firmly believe, like in my heart of hearts, dealing with this and what I went through, that this is not not that bad. It wasn't fun. It sucked being quarantined. I did everything the right way. Even when I first started, like, okay, I'm good. I'm gonna go out to public. I wore my mask just out of precaution. I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't want to get me sick, dude. I'm trying to be responsible. Okay, I don't want to spread this just for the joy of spreading it. Okay, however, you should want this. I, I'm just gonna be honest with you. You should want to get this fucking thing. And be the fuck done with it. Unless you're really fucking old or you got ailments. I get it. But I'm saying, we've put this off so long, man. Like this, the, the mass, the herd immunity. We're just prolonging the evidence. You're going to get this at some point. You, you yeah. didn't. Thank yeah. God. We had podcasts. Neither of you guys got it. And I'm, I, I'm so glad you, I'm not so glad. I don't want you to have to go through that. But we, at the same time. You could have already got it. You could who have knows? already had yeah, it. Who knows? But my point is, is like. We are prolonging the the evidence, like the obvious, and that is that this is going to spread. Everybody's going to get it at some point. Get get it and get it over with, man. That's all I can tell you. It's not bad. It's not the worst thing I've ever dealt with. So I have a couple questions. Okay. So uh, HCQ. I remember people were reaching out to us and giving us links to HCQ and all that stuff. Were you considering getting any of that? No. Never? Nope. Okay. No, I literally was like, Greg, I, I think I told Chris, I was like, I just muted you when you text me. I, not, here's my not, deal. <laughs> not necessary. No, here's my deal. I get it. I'm not opposed to it. We've discussed HCQ. There's been numerous doctors that have claimed that it works, and that's all fine. But I can tell you 100% that I was not about, I was not in the mood, first of all, to call somebody or talk to somebody about it. And I was very confident that this was not a big deal. Even when I was like still like lingering this shit, I was like, what the fuck? And I remember talking to you guys. I'm like, dude, it just keeps going on, dude. Yeah. I still was overly confident that it is what it is, dude. Like, it'll be over with. And if it takes longer, so be it. Like, there, I had no concern. So as far as um, 
concern for you. I understand that. But you do live with your mom. There yeah, are dude. certain ailments that might be... HCQ, to me, has no... There is no proof of it working. There's a lot of proof of it working. There's no proof of it working for me. I'm sorry. There, like, there's people that say it works, and I, and I believe it. Yeah. It might work. But the problem is, is like ordering this shit online... So I, that's the part where it's sketchy. I just don't like that. Like I don't it. like that. If my doctor was like, "Hey, we could give you this," I would gladly take it. So did you? You did see that the AMA reversed their decision. Sure. So now doctors can actually prescribe it. So, so here's the deal. <laughs> I mean, b- big scheme of things for me. After going through it, I could give fucking two fucks about H- hydroxychloroquine. Because you don't need it, right? I do, look, I'm being very honest with you that this shit. Get yourself some Tylenol because you're going to have some headaches and you're going to have some fucking fevers. Get yourself some Tylenol. I took lots of fucking vitamin C. I took lots of fucking like my, I had my, I, I was it the, <laughs> the men's, men's daily daily <laughs> shit. Oh yeah. I had those. The centrum. I was just like fucking blah, popping like 10 in at a time. I didn't give a shit. I was like, give me 20,000 fucking percent of fucking whatever this is. I, I was just <laughs> taking vitamins. I was trying to drink, you know, some juices. I was trying to like, I was trying to I was trying to be as as healthy as I could, yeah, with no no sense of taste. And honestly, I never felt like it was out of control, ever. And I swear to you that like when you're in the flu and you're laying in bed shaking, sweating your ass off, and your pillows soaked, that is fifty times worse than what I what I put up with. Yeah, even pneumonia. The only thing that scared me was the breathing, because for a brief period of time there was moments, and I mean five minutes or less. Where I was literally like having a real hard time gathering my breath. And that was scary. Because I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I just can't fucking do this. I can't get my breath back. And I, I, I couldn't even get enough air to take the fucking, you know. Inhaler. Inhaler to open shit up. Mm. That was the scariest part, hands down, period. But that part wasn't the COVID. No. That was, was not. That was the pneumonia, right? That you, was days mm. after you... Yeah, and if you have the symptoms of COVID, go away. Yes, and if you've had pneumonia, you know what I'm talking about. This isn't something new. This is not new. Like pneumonia is pneumonia, dude. Like yeah, a lot of you listeners have had pneumonia. You know what I'm talking about when you're short of breath and you're shaking. Okay, that's I dealt. That's what I dealt with. There you go. That's that's it. You know, like I didn't want some fucking crazy concoction. I get why the president does it. I get why these big figures want to use it because they're they're public figures. They want to be back in three days or four days or whatever it is. You know what I mean? That's fine. But I don't even know. I don't know that it would have helped. Gotcha. With pneumonia. I don't know. So I have another question. Um, You mentioned breast milk earlier (laughs) on. So (laughs) what happened with the breast milk? Well, we were talking about like my uh, my daughter. Um, she, she cause you mentioned, you mentioned that your daughter, it helped your daughter not well, get sick, right? I don't know. There's theory. I'm sure there's multiple theories, but we were just like kind of joking. Like I hate to say joking, but we were talking like she never got anything. Like she never got <laughs> any ailments, like okay, really nothing. And it's like this mystery drug called breast milk. Breast milk. Uh, she, she still breastfeeds obviously. And you know, when you got that breast milk is full of nutrients, baby, you know, yes, it's, sir. it's, uh, it's got a lot of good stuff in there and I just remember my wife came in. I was like, this is after I got pneumonia. I was just laying there like, oh, my God. And she comes in. She's like, how desperate are you to feel better? And I was like thinking like, oh, uh, I mean, depends. You know what I'm saying? I'm starting to feel pretty good. Yeah. And she's like, well, 
I mean, our daughter hasn't got sick because she drinks a lot of breast milk and there's a lot of good stuff in there. Like, I have some. And I was like, fuck you. I ain't taking it. I can't do it. I literally told her, I was like, I think I'm going to puke right now because that really just grosses me out. Damn, dude. I, I can't do it, bro. I would have told her to come over. Let me hook up. No. Fuck. <laughs> I can't. Listen, dude. Listen. I Let's uh, let's let's figure this out. I, you know what? Here, I, 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 I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you could. I'm sure it would help. I'm not going to lie. Maybe yeah. it will. But my, if you know me as a human, like when I'm sick, I don't like taking medications. I don't like medicines, period. So what I found out is when you were texting me, and I was kind of joking with you, but when you were texting me about hydroxychloroquine, I wasn't really like, fuck you. I just looked at it and I was like, okay, I get where he's coming from, but I just don't want to. And I, and, I, and that's just how I am. Yeah. I don't want to take a bunch of shit, dude. I took Tylenol because I, I had fevers, and that was the extent of it. I took some fucking Excedrin because I had headaches, and I take warm baths, bro. You know, that's my thing. I, I just don't want to, I don't want to take medication. I don't like medicine. Not a shot of whiskey? Didn't even take a shot of whiskey, dude. I wish I would have because I wouldn't have tasted it. I would have been fucking hammered. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there, there's that. You I think saw that some more demons. I think I realized that I don't like medication even more after dealing with this is ultimately what I'm going to say. And they were telling me like at the hospital, like, uh, you haven't had a flu shot in 10 years. Like, you need to get a flu shot. And I was like, no, I'm not going to. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I'm, 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 I'm behind on my uh, tetanus uh, shot. Which, Uh-oh. Maybe I should get that. Not real sure. Well, but flu, uh, I told the lady, I was like, she's like, you need to schedule a flu shot. You have not had one in like over 10 years. You should say, hey, uh, take the L out of the flu. And what do you got? F you. Yeah. So there you <laughs> That's go. pretty good. Okay. That's so, good. Uh, uh, I think I specifically said, I thought the flu was done. Uh, you guys said that you're not even going to measure for the flu anymore. So why am I taking the Did flu you shot? say that? <laughs> uh, no, I did ask her. No joke. I did. It was like, um, is the flu know. even a thing now? Uh, yeah. Do I really need the flu shot? And he's like, well, you should really get it. It would help with COVID. And I'm like, well, I already got COVID. So, I mean, it's kind of. It would help. <laughs> it would help you not get the new strain of COVID that's coming out of oh, in the UK. Yeah. Well, so guys, I just want to say this. That was a rant. I apologize. But that is the reason why we haven't been on this podcast, because I'm trying to get myself better. I didn't want to get you guys sick, um, which was, you know, I wouldn't have you come over if I was concerned anyways. But I don't want people to be scared. That's ultimately where I would come Well, hey, I think this was very necessary. Because I don't know of anyone who has sat down and gone through and explained the whole process who has had it. Yeah, there's more. There's a lot, you know, to it. I, I'm not going to go into details, man. I'm not going to talk about my well, diarrhea. I, I mean, no yeah. one, no, I don't think anyone sat down and been like, okay, I, I'm over COVID now. This is what happened. Well, you know, Trump came out and was like, no, I feel no better one, than I ever have. Because no it's one, very high level. No one explains it. Yeah, there's there, like the logistics of like, the the shitty doctors like the fear mongering yeah the ambulance no one well, ever- and unfortunately when you get on youtube and you look the shit up and you look up like people discussing their covid cases it's always always it's i was scared to death yeah and i couldn't breathe and i couldn't i'm like you're a fucking pussy that's the problem not you couldn't breathe like i'm sorry is it scary when you feel like you might not be able to breathe yes is it scary when you go to bed and you're like good i hope i don't fucking pass out in my sleep and die sure yeah. But it's it's normal. I don't know if you can pass out. I don't think you can. (laughs) My point is, is this is not something to be scared of, unless you have ailments. Okay. I have another question. Did anybody ask you to take an HIV test? No. Are you going to? No. (laughs) I've had HIV tests. I think that was part of a multiple test that I took ten plus years ago when I got married. Um. 
and I, I was clear. I was fine. So this is something odd, and I forgot to bring this up because I was going to bring this up with Chris on the last podcast because they halted a vaccine study over in Australia mm-hmm. because it was giving false positives for HIV. Wow. Right? Wow. And so we've come to find that when you make the vaccine, you take a part of the virus and you reverse engineer it and you use that as your vaccine and you say, hey, I'm going to put this um, dilapidated version of the virus into you, cause some antigen response to create antibodies. That way you have some sort of immune response so your body can naturally fight against it. What that was finding is that that vaccine was producing false positives for HIV tests as well. So after mm. you got the vaccine, you went to go take an HIV test, you'd get a positive result. Which would scare the fuck out of you. Right? And so they stopped producing the vaccine over in Australia altogether mm. because of this. And right when this uh, coronavirus, whatever, started, remember there was the two Indian doctors that came out with that paper about how they sequenced the genome of yep. COVID-19 and they found splices of HIV in there. Yeah. Yep. And then you had Francis Boyle saying, yes, these are, there's markers that basically indicate, indicate that, there's- that there, some splicing has occurred. So right when the lockdowns happened initially back in April or March, whenever I had a doctor's appointment, like the end of April and it was a zoom, you know, freaking how, how you doing? Okay. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, he asked me if I had had an HIV test recently. Mm. This is the first he's ever talked about that. And this is the first any doctor has ever asked me if I've had an HIV test. And I said, no, why? He goes, well, uh, we're just recommending that, you know, people, it's just, you know, we're recommending young adults and yeah, I don't, I see that you've never had one. And, And I was like, I've been with my wife. For a very, 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 very long time. Yeah. I don't have any need to worry about that. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, we're just asking people, you know, it's not just, not just you. It's not just young men. It's, it's everybody. So weird. Right. That's weird. So why are, why are doctors asking about getting HIV tests? Are they trying to confirm that maybe does this virus have? I mean, for some reason I'm recalling trump or somebody talking about eliminating hiv trump did and he said in the was, next year he's going to completely abolish it that was in 2017 dude which is he said in his next administration it's one of those things that I, I don't know if you remember this but like when you're middle school at our age i'm 35 but middle school that was a topic aids yeah. hiv that was, was huge it was huge yeah i mean you're talking about you, you know the 90 late 90s and and obviously, in mid '90s, they had some problems, but you—it's all but disappeared, bro. I mean, literally, you get like—if you get like other—I t- had a group testing of a whole bunch of different stuff. I'm like, I'm just gonna—I don't remember what it was. It was like a normal checkup thing. But they're like, you want to get tested for all this? Stuff? I'm like, yeah, fucking do it, dude. You know, yeah. like, why not? And uh, I didn't have anything. And but like, you never hear about AIDS. You never get asked if you want an HIV test. Like, we don't look like Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? Like Tom Hanks, <laughs> we're fucking. Well, and, and the thing is, is sorry I'm not, if you have AIDS, I apologize, <laughs> but Magic Johnson's had HIV for fucking ever. I don't think he has anymore. Well, and I'm not gay. <laughs> well, like, the thing is, damn, is dude. that <laughs> I mean, well, no, it, like it's prevalently or it's heavily prevalent in the gay population. And I know that that's like been suppressed 
that's been something that no 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 it's not just gay people no it was it was i get it yeah but it's it's very if if you look at the statistics proportionality wise it's heavy in the gay population yeah it was it was so that's That's, a that's that's a heavy indicator and i mean Maybe the doctor was trying to tell me something. He's like, that hair looks a little freaking. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you might want to get that chick. <laughs> yeah. Get You're a little too test. clean cut, sir. Yeah. I need you to get an AIDS test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, how's your boyfriend? I mean, your uh, your wife. Yeah. You got any <laughs> scabs on your dick, Greg? <laughs> yeah. Um, so any anywho, but yeah. it's, it is. It's it's a it's disappearing a disease. So why ask about it now? HIV. I haven't heard HIV. And yeah, they did. They did not. I can tell you 100. percent They did not ask me about that. They didn't question anything about that. They didn't even want me to get tested for any of that kind of stuff. Okay. So I don't. I don't know why. Um, you're more on the spectrum of maybe being flamboyant. well because I've never. <laughs> I've never been tested. So that's why right, he that said. could be it. Listen, I. I, I want to say that I don't. I don't necessarily fault them for like looking at. Okay, you're 35. They don't know your fucking history with your relationships. Or your sexual life. Yeah. I can, I can understand to an extent where they're like, hey, listen, you've never had it. Uh, you know, we're trying to eradicate this. I want to make sure you don't have it. Yeah. But at the same time, like knowing you, okay, like you and you and your wife have been together for a long time. Like you're yeah. not promiscuous by any stretch of the imagination. Nope. Um, I don't, any of us are. That's why I'm not concerned about that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know I'm saying so, you know, it, it's well, anywho, just with all this stuff coming out about. COVID. I think you think what, what you just said to me uh, it further proves. I will say the hospital was great. They they calmed my nerves. I literally I told Chris <clears throat> I didn't bring this up, but I literally after talking to them and they were like, "Hey, listen, you're fine, dude. You're you're totally fine. Like this is no big." I watched my heart rate go from 120 to 85. It was like, and I was like, "Oh, look at that! Look at that! I feel fucking great, dude." That anxiety is real. But what I, I think what I've I've learned is. They don't have a fucking clue. <coughs> Doctors don't have a fucking clue what to do or what what's going on. They don't. I think they're all over the place. I think if you attend <clears throat> 20 doctors they're from 15 different, different facilities, they're all going to have different opinions and beliefs about what this is and how serious it is. There's no conjoined that, agreement. That's the problem. That's and it's a huge fucking problem. That's man. the entire problem about this whole thing because you have the frontline doctors. You have a group of doctors talking about alternative treatments. Sure. Like... Um, the one we just watched, we watched a guy talking in front of like a congressional hearing, yeah. like Remdesivir, not Remdesivir, no, not the Fauci. It's oh a, yeah, I've, I, I'm I forget I, what the something Ivervectin or something. Yeah, Ivervectin. I don't know, but it's a steroid. It's a natural, uh, not a natural, but it's been around for a long time. Sure. You, so you have these drugs that have been around for a long time that eradicate this shit. So it is a a prophylactic. So it will prevent it. Mm. So. I, I'm going to be real with you. I don't believe any of them. I don't believe a fucking. I don't believe any of them. I think they're fucking dumb and clueless. I'm sorry if you're a doctor. But, I, I don't mean you're dumb. But that's the thing is like we're not looking at that's an all or none approach. And I I I, I get that. No no I no. Like it's that. not it's not so much that it's all or none. What I'm saying is is like there's a part of me that literally is like okay this person where you're saying like hydroxychloroquine is a miracle. I'm like okay I'll listen to you. I want to listen to you. It yeah. should be talked about. It should be checked and seen if it works yes they swept it under the rug we got banned for that shit and that's that's bad that's real bad but and that's, whatever that's the why, is that's why you've got to be looking at that even I know, further but, but the, that's that, that's the issue is that th- that it hasn't been in my opinion tested proven looked at i get that there's people that have taken it and they say it works and that's great there's people that breathe in fucking 
aromas in their fucking nostrils, in their humidors or whatever. I don't even, I'm not into that shit. The oils. The humidifiers. Essential oils. Listen, I'm sorry if you're into this, but like, dude, there's there's tons of scientific papers that I have looked at. I know how to read the shit. Sure. But I, I, I get that it might be a little, it's, it's weird and it's cumbersome to look at. It's a different language. But there are many, sure, many studies on HCQ, on this ivervectin, whatever the hell it's called. Sure. It's not just some woo-woo shit that no, someone's talking about. I don't know that it's, I don't see, my problem is not that I believe it's woo-woo. But it has been scientifically studied and peer-reviewed. With COVID. Numerous, yes. Okay. With, even with just regular SARS-COVID. Fauci. Sure. Back in 2005. I'm not, I'm not discrediting it. Uh, that's not my point. That's not where I'm coming at. I don't think anybody has a clue. And I don't think there's been enough studies to prove that there's anything. That's my opinion. I don't. I think it's unfair to to uh, kind of separate anybody that has a different take. Like, hey, this might work. You should never, ever, ever yeah. pull them out and discredit them. And because, that is what's happened. And that's what's been happening. Yeah. And whether they're right or wrong, and I, you can say there's papers, and that's great, and I and I believe that there are. But whether you're right or wrong about hydroxychloroquine, for example, that person as a doctor or a physician or whatever should not be silenced, and it should be tested until it's proven that it does or doesn't work. And it hasn't been. And so my point ultimately is, is I, I feel like you have a bunch of smart people. Doctors are smart, man. I'm not going to say they're dumb. But you have a bunch of smart people who are running around like chickens with their head cut off. They have no fucking idea. They hear all the shit. They have probably superiors that are telling them certain shit. And they maybe have beliefs that are contradictory to those what they're hearing. Yeah. They're confused. They're fucking confused. Doctors can get sued. Yeah. Whereas vaccine companies cannot. Right? Sure. I mean, you got the vaccine court, you got all this. I mean, I think the big problem you're trying to say is nobody's on the same page. Nobody's on the same page. No, it's the inconsistency in healthcare. Every every single person is somewhere else on this. Is it illegal for a doctor to subscribe or prescribe to you hydroxychloroquine? No. Okay. So here's my issue. There's a lot of great doctors in this country. There's a lot of fucking shady ones like Kaiser. It's going to say that. <laughs> There's a lot of great doctors. My doctor that I dealt with at the hospital seemed like a really great guy. Okay. Seemed like a good guy. Seemed like he was uh, calm, understanding, knew what was going on, and wanted to fix the problem. Why didn't he offer me hydroxychloroquine? See, this is my problem. Uh, as a doctor, if you know something works or you've read those papers and you know that it is a good, why are they not subscribing or prescribing? I keep saying subscribing. Subscribe <laughs> to our page, please. Yeah. Why do they not prescribe those to you? Dude, there's doctors out there that think that HCQ is full of shit. Or, but, or maybe there's a lot of people who think this isn't bad enough and feel it's not necessary. Maybe that too. But That's what I'm saying. That, that, so ultimately what you're saying is what I'm talking about, Chris. Yeah. It's no one is agreeing on anything. Yeah. And... You're talking about you can read these papers. Well, so can that guy at the hospital that I just dealt with. He can too. You know, I, that's what I'm and saying. He's not. Yeah. So it's subjective. That's what I'm Pres- saying. Prescription is subjective. But up to the doctor. I'm saying if it's if it if you're in that p- profession and you are a smart person, you know how to read this stuff, and you're looking at the data and you're looking at it, and it seems legit. Why would it not be on the table? Why would he not? Why would the average doctor not say? We can try this. Uh, yeah. It's up to you. But some people say it works great. If it, you know, if it doesn't, it doesn't work. It's not a big deal. It's not going to kill you. Why can't they do it? Well, Why? I would look at money. I would look at what's their incentive to give you HCQ versus 
something else. I didn't get anything other than a fucking inhaler. So you might have been, like Chris said, not worthy. Like, you're not, like, at this stage of, like, uh, you better take something or it's going to turn for the worst. You know what I mean? Sure. So if if it were at a different stage and you were kind of on the down slope, maybe they would have. I don't know. But I just think that it's not just you don't you, I don't think you just take it for fun. I think you take no, it when you have it. I don't think it's a taking it for fun, but my, my 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 problem is is I had covid and I had not at that point been tested to see if I have was negative. Well, and we live we live in Washington state. True, which is heavily sure. You know what I mean? Like towards, But we are in Cowles County. Yeah, but it's just it the I, I'm just doctors saying. come from all over. Sure. I I get it. I get it. Uh but like that, that can't be an excuse. I would look at the suppression as a, a way to negate any financial gain. I, I, I mean, you're asking why do they suppress it? That's no. It's a, I, I, I feel like there's valid. a bigger. I think there's a bigger thing with this suppression for sure. Like, for some reason, nobody wants this out. I get it. I get it. No, yeah. There's a psychological aspect, but to like it, yeah. as a doctor, I'm, I'm being so like is uh, trying to be as basic bitch as possible on this as a doctor. If you look at medications and you're looking at this stuff and you're studying and you're a smart human being and you and you know that we have a pandemic, you know COVID is a thing and you're dealing with it at whatever extent you're dealing with it, why, if you're a smart human being and it's readily available, would you not have that on the table? And that is what weirds me out. That's where I'm talking about the inconsistencies. Yeah. The inconsistency just five minutes from Kaiser to the hospital that I was at, five-minute drive, was so drastic they were panicking. The hospital was not. Why? Why? Why is it that fucking radical? I think that's where it's an issue where politics is having an effect on our healthcare, And that should never be an issue. Like Kaiser, literally, when I went in there, I felt like he was going to call a fucking, we need a priest in here. You need to say your last words. We have to. That's that's how fucking. That, I'm joking, but that's how dramatic this motherfucker was. What's the morgue car? Like where they, uh, they drive? The hearse? <laughs> yes, get the hearse. I think the first doctor was probably seeing everything going on and hearing everything going on and letting that dictate his medical expertise. And the other one maybe wasn't. He was thinking, saying, this is what I know about this. This is the cases that I've seen. This is how it's handled. Yeah. The other one was more, this is what I see on the news. This is what everyone's saying. I should be panicked. You should be panicked. I just, I have a hard time, Chris, believing that this dude whoever that doctor was saw a 35 year old go into trauma and he made what, it out. Like what, I've seen people. Your what age. do you think the excuse is for the, uh, I think he's a fucking hack. Why? Because I, th- I, I honestly you said that you didn't think I that think, he was doing listen, it. For- there was a meme going around that said, what's been washed more, your hands or your brains in 2020. And I literally believe your brains, our brains have been fried in 2020. And I believe, I really believe that rational people become irrational when they start to soak in the shit that they see and hear. So not only is this guy, depending, I don't know anything about this dude, but I would guess that if I just had to guess, he he didn't vote for Trump. That's my opinion. He's not a Republican. That would be my guess. And because I I don't think a person that voted for Trump would act like that. That's my opinion. Now, with that being said... I don't know what he's watching on the news. I don't know what numbers he's looking at. And I don't know what his supervisors are telling him. And he probably has a real fear 
that we're all going to die. But why do you think HCQ has been shunned from prescription lists? I I do. Honestly, this whole entire time. I honestly think HCQ doesn't have anything to do whether it worked or not. I think it had to do with Trump said the name. Now we have to get rid of it. That could be it. That could be as basic as that, man. They don't want Trump getting victory. We've seen it. We've seen it with the stimulus check, which I hope we get into. We've seen it where Trump says something, and they want to fucking write it off as soon as possible. But that would mean that HCQ works. Because if people took it, it, it Trump would get the victory. I don't think it mattered if it worked or not. The fact that he said it, now they're against it. If it didn't work, why wouldn't they have people take it and be like, see, this, this shit kills people. Trump killed people. That would be a better story to sell, right? If you wanted to have... Dead bodies on Trump's hands. Yeah. If Trump's selling HCQ and he's telling people to go take it, he's taking it. Yeah. And then people die by the tens of thousands. What a better story if as if it, it is a political scheme. That would be the best fucking political scheme ever. Let's sure. have Trump kill a bunch of yeah, people inadvertently. They already blamed everyone dying on Trump anyway. They blamed one person. That's a pond cleaner fucking no, <laughs> the they, woman who no, killed her blam- husband. They're, no, they're, they're, blame, they're blaming deep, the COVID. The deep yeah, liberals are calling this the Trump virus. Yeah. He's saying he murdered everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah, because so, he knew that it was so bad. I'm not. I, I My ultimate thing is I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not into the medical shit, man. I get you are. I'm not. And, I, and I, I'm a firm believer that HCQ should be tested properly and should be put and implemented. If they're going to rush in a vaccine this fast, there was no fucking reason you can't put a drug that's been in the market for a long time and test it. There's no fucking reason. Yeah, and it's been tested for SARS-CoV. It's been tested. Yeah, I, I, and I agree, man. I don't know how what the effective rate is. It could help some. It might not help others. So be it. But it, for it to not be an option is worrisome. That's my my concern. Did I want to go buy it off of eBay or Amazon no, no. and start popping pills? No, so I that's, did not. That's the thing is, you have to look at why is it not an option. That, that's what I'm talking about. To me, it all comes back to money because hydroxychloroquine is cheap. Sure, it is ubiquitous. That's yeah, probably that too. Readily available, and it might cure other things. But here's the deal. There's that option this. out there too. Let me ask you this: the majority you we just talked about this, Greg. The majority of people that get COVID, minimal. Right? Mm-hmm. Can you agree on that? Yep. So I actually went to the hospital. So I was one of the probably few that actually had to go to the hospital. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how does that affect anything? It, it, say it's cheap. I get that it's cheap, but they didn't give me anything. They didn't give me anything. And the majority <laughs> of people that don't even go to the hospital. Yeah. So my point is, is it's not like they're substituting it for a more expensive drug. They're not even giving you anything. Yes. So, so that's, that makes the, what so, I'm saying is the argument makes no sense because well, there's not a substitute. Here's, here's the thing: the people that died didn't have to die. The people that were pushed into the nursing homes with COVID, they could have been on this and they didn't have Dude, to die. I, I see. Here's maybe, the deal. Maybe, maybe, maybe and, not. And why do we need a yeah, vaccine? I, I'm actually, I actually disagree with you on that completely. But why do we need a vaccine if we have treatments that work? I think the vaccine's dumb. I mean, if we're gonna go there, I, I, I I'm not gonna take it. I, I don't agree with it. I, I'm not a fan of it right now. But here, but I'm, I'm not saying that those people could have survived, but they could have survived. Okay, um, it's not that HCQ would have saved their life, not you know by any chance, because they could have been out the door, like you said, with pre-existing conditions. But it gives them a, a chance to get over the freaking virus. See, that's the thing though is I don't even think it needs to go that far. I don't think we're even at that level. I think the people that I think a lot of the people that have been claimed death, nothing to do with COVID. Yeah, I think it's accident. Look at the fucking death numbers. 
from yeah. not, 2019 yeah. to on, 2020. On track to be last death. Well, and and here's an, here's where I kind of agree with you too is when they test for COVID. Yeah, that's and a huge thing. This is I think where they're going to attack the the fraud in this scam is that the tests are faulty because look at Australia. Well, they take a chunk of the whatever and they run it through a PCR test, and that that sequence that they run through the PCR test. We just covered this on a last you know one of our Zoom meetings, but. They take a sequence that was sequenced by China. Yeah. Because apparently this this whole thing, and you know how I said like those two Indian doctors sequenced the uh, virus right when it came out? Yeah. That paper was never peer-reviewed. So technically we don't know if there's H- HIV in this fucking thing ever because it was just two random scientists that put out the paper, but it was never peer-reviewed. So it was never kind of, right? Yeah. There's, it's not a 100% guarantee. Hmm. Here's the thing is that sequence for pcr Uh uh-oh who finally yes so here's another thing but before we go to this chris so the um the test uses a sequence that was made from china and likely made from the scientists who worked in the wuhan lab because no one has um what what's that called were you culture uh, no, no one has, um, so, uh, what is it, extracted the virus and genetically sequenced it. Okay. Right? They've never... Uh, At the point when they made the tests. Yes. So, from my knowledge, no one has ever identified the actual genome of this thing, except for one group of scientists, and that was over in China, and that was immediately, right after this thing was released yeah. in January. And their their publication did not go through peer-reviewed because it was published 24 hours later and it was being sold by the WHO and being sold by everybody saying, this PCR sequence, use this for all of your tests. Sure. We identified this as, as valid. Go for it. Even though it was never peer-reviewed, dude. Sure. It was published 24 hours later. How so, many people do you know that's tested positive? You and your family. <laughs> that's it. Okay. So, so my coming to realization on some of this shit after getting it... Yeah. Was um, and I know we've talked about in the past, like how they will test and test and test and make sure until it happens. Yeah, yeah. The the pre- yes. okay. Well, so here's the deal. Everybody that I knew that got COVID had signs of COVID. Absolutely. Did you get tested for COVID? Yep. And he got negative. Now they could have just tested over and over and over and found some strand deep in it, but they didn't. Yes. So I'm saying that like I I, I it could I, it could be a, a it might be a made up freaking virus. It might be a chunk of a virus that is a dip. It's already just, existent virus. You know I, I mean? guess, I guess what I'm saying is like, I, I saw the, the whole like Australia thing where he tested Coke and it fuck it, the Coca-Cola and yeah. it had, and it had fucking, and I get it. I get that shit's fucking odd. It's weird. I don't know how widespread that shit is, but my point is, is the only people that I know that got fucking COVID are people that had symptoms of COVID. Like there was no, like uh, I got tested for COVID and I'm fucking but, positive. But, but, but here's uh, the thing is COVID could be just the flu, dude. Sure, but I, I think I think at the end of the day, does it matter? It does because they are separating it out, and they're look at the treatment that you received. That's why it matters. They're treating you like you're freaking an abnormal. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna. I know, but listen, cause some sort of nuclear I, I, fallout. Dude, I, I understand. I agree, and that was that was one facility, Kaiser. I don't know if the other ones are that way. That was Kaiser. Okay. The hospital was a completely different animal, and I gotta be real honest with you. I'm no fan of fucking uh, the the hospital in our town. I'm not a fan. Okay, that's why I've never delivered my children there. 
I don't like it. I don't like it. I think it's a shady hospital. They were really great. They were really great. And I think, like what Chris was saying earlier, I think that it's very inconsistent and it's all over the place. Every yeah. place you go is going to have a different fucking take. Some people are going to be like, dude, this is, come on, no, don't nothing to worry about here. What does it matter with the testing? You're either sick or you're not sick. So they're selling that the tests or the cases are on the rise. Cases. And, yeah, and the cases yes, depend but, on the test. Okay, but here's the deal. At some point, we have to stop acknowledging this bullshit is my point. Cases and deaths are different. It doesn't matter if there's a fucking million cases. They're not treating it as any I know, different, but, though. But, uh, I know. I, because I, I, our I governors are still shutting down our businesses but, like, based but off the cases. What is going to solve this problem? The people are going to solve this problem. How? It's not going to be the governors, man. They're garbage. Jay Inslee is a fucking pile of shit. I, I agree. And, and Governor Whitmer is a pile of it, shit. It starts with the people Listen, proving this shit is it's not a, I, fraudulent. I don't even know if... Yeah, I don't know that we have to go as far as saying that they have to prove that it's fraudulent. I'm saying you get it like I got it, and you go, oh, fuck, that was it? Okay. Uh, that's not that bad. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Right? Well, if the cases are going up, the majority of people are saying the same thing that you were just saying. This is yes. nothing. I know, but I, I, what I'm saying is, is like when it comes down to fixing this problem, that we, the mess that we've created... The, the, the lockdowns, the shutdowns, the whole nine, the schools, everything. It's going to come down to people getting this and realizing it's not that bad, okay? Or that they've had worse illnesses before. Mm-hmm. And them saying, um, does it? what do the cases have to do with anything? I mean, seriously, like, uh, when I went to Kaiser to get tested twice, the parking lot was fucking full. Full. People, when the tests are free... I mean, we had a free testing downtown in the in our central square, and there's a fucking line. When it's free, and somebody's like, oh, I'm going to work for it. I better go get tested. It's free. Okay? So, like, when everybody's getting tested because it's free, like, you're going to have an increase in cases, man. You're going to. A lot of them are going to have it. We probably already had it, right? Mm-hmm. Or you might have already had it. So, my point is, is it's going to take these people to go, like, okay, listen, uh, I've got tested. It wasn't that bad. What are we doing right now? The death rate is not changing. The only reason it's going up in the cases is because more people are getting it. What are we doing? So I agree, but it's not happening because you have the news and then you have the vaccine and you have everybody pushing that this is still a big thing. Okay, you guys? We so have to you're shut saying that we're stupid? There's a lot of people that are. I know, but you can't fix stupid. And, and, and no matter what you do, if you actually believe and you are not willing to look at facts and look at the uh, real stuff that's happening. There is no fixing you. So we're fucked then is what you're saying, because like there is no fixing stupid for a certain portion of the America. I don't think a lot of Americans. I don't think either that way. I don't either. But how are we allowing these people to, to run our lives the way that they are ruin our economy, ruin our children, literally. And no one's doing anything about it. Like, the majority of people believe that this is wrong, but they don't do anything. That's what you're saying. Well, I think no. it's getting to that point, it's, and a lot it's, more people are standing up now. Look I, think at the, I think it's starting to tip. It's not look going at the business. Fast, yeah, look at all the businesses that are actually staying open, because they know. They're like, we can't survive. No. If, I mean, in the beginning, we shut down for you, governors, mm-hmm. because we were willing to give you some time to say, hey, let's, let's figure this virus out. Benefit of the doubt. Right? 100%. 
It's eight months now yep. in the in the future. And those businesses are saying, can't do it again, bro. Yeah. Because we will not survive. And yeah. I got to put money into this business so that I can put food into my child's mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not only yours, but the 15 to 20 people that work for you also. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, though. I'm not, I'm not de- degrading to the average person. What I'm saying is, is going through this and realizing what it really is, not hypothetical, not like it can't be that bad. I mean, nobody's dying. Like, that's the kind of talk we had. I have real experience now with it, with family and myself included. And I could tell you 100% that this is not that fucking bad. And I'm looking at this whole thing and it put a whole bunch of hindsight on stuff going, what the fuck are we doing? Like, I I think that more now than ever before. What the fuck are we doing? We went to a barbecue joint yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was the, it's just ridiculous what these fucking people have to do. They had all these, I mean, literally their entire outside had like nine, that's an exaggeration, four tents, smaller tents, but everybody's crammed in these fucking tents, dude. Yeah. I saw a Uh, meme. It was like, indoor dining is not okay because you might get COVID, so we just made outside indoor dining. Yes. (laughs) I walked in, we walked into the restaurant, wide open fucking big restaurant, barbecue joint, dude. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Empty. And then I'm looking outside, and there's people huddled in tents. Is this in town? No, this was in Vancouver, Washington. Uh, And the food was great. It was great service. And I don't give a shit. But my point was, what is the difference? And people believe that there is a difference. And I I can't figure out for the life of me why the average person just doesn't go, not only that, fuck this. They got blinders on. Majority of people have blinders on. Not only that, but the uh, the tracker, the cell, like the, the data from the COVID tracker app. Yeah. Or the application that's in the new, like, whatever. It showed that, like, less than 1% of all COVID cases come from indoor dining. Yeah. I believe it. Because I, I can tell you this 100% that these restaurant owners have done and are doing everything possible to follow the fucking mandates. Yeah. They have the entire time. I can tell you that 100% certainty. They've spent thousands of dollars. They've they've separated tables. They've put up outdoor seating. I mean, there's one yeah. guy I know that spent sixty thousand dollars on building an outdoor facility. Well, a lot of them spent money they didn't have. Exactly. Yeah. And and, and it doesn't do any good because they just get shut down anyways. And we have well, a couple of restaurants here that we've we've talked about. We support. There's Oregon uh, yeah, Oregon Way Tavern, Stuffies too, Stuffies too. And then we just went to the restaurant uh, day before yesterday was uh, the Creekside or whatever yeah. in downtown. And there's Lexi's Pizza. I mean, there's there, listen, there's people, and they're trying to do this, and you need to support it. But fuck, man, at some point, I just don't know what you do. Half the population believes this is horseshit. Half of them are so brainwashed that they don't, they they can't even see the facts. And I don't know that you can fix that, man. The, that's the yeah. only the only way is going to be full uh, disclosure, a, a huge disclosure of national that's, information. It's not going to. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. think it's going to fucking. No, I don't know that. I don't know that it won't happen. I don't think it changes a fucking thing. It might. It might not. Dude, no, I'm, 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 I'm convinced more than ever that nothing is changing anything. Okay. I think it's to split. I, I, we've talked about this, but like just, just what I've, I've personally gathered over the couple weeks that I've been down. I just like with Hunter and all this other shit that's going on. I believe that it's just at that point in our, in our history now where we're so divided that no matter what that other person says or who the fuck says it. You're either on this train or you're not. And I, I really just don't I just don't believe anymore. They could come out and say, fucking Bill Clinton fucked 40,000 children, and we have proof. And the people would say, 
They're fucking lying. Like, I literally just don't believe that they're going to change their minds. Well, you got to look at our podcast because I disagree a little bit because when this all started, there's so many people, we've gotten so many comments that say, I never followed politics until I watched you guys. I never paid attention to any of this crap and you guys have woke me up. Which is great. That's awesome. So if we can do that. Yeah. And I mean, honestly. But listen, I think what you're talking about, uh, to be fair. Is someone who's I love looking, it. looking for answers. Right? I love hearing it. I think it's awesome. Uh, that's the kind of shit that we do this for. Yeah. But I think a lot of those people are borderline people anyways. And I mean that in the best way possible. I think there are people that are like, I'm not real sure what to think, you know? And then you hear some news and you're, you're open-minded and you're like, okay, I get it. My concern is not those middle. Those middle I've always considered. Look at Trump's numbers, man. He won the fucking election. That's my opinion. And those middle people, I think, is what pushed him over. I believe that. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the other people. I'm talking about the people that don't want to see the other side, that don't believe the other side, and I don't think you're changing them. And well, that's no. a, and unfortunately, that's a large population. But, th- but that's with... I don't think yeah. it's that large. Dude, it's I, with any distribution, man. You're going to have a lot of people in the middle, and you're going to have extremes on the ends. That's just how distributions work. I think you're underestimating. It, it seems large it's because large. you have the media. Dude, listen, man. And you have certain certain populace. Yeah, I agree. Where we live, it's hard not to notice. No, no, no. There's I, I just like, of- I think that it's more, I don't think it's all that lopsided in this country. I don't think it's lopsided. I think for some reason, it's, it's a pretty toss-up. And if you look at statistics and you look at the graphs over the past 30 years, man, I'm talking graphs where they show what the right and the left and where they align. Yeah. Forever in a day, it's been very neutral, man. It's very like evened out. Right there, right, right. There's the center, and they're all just right here hovering. Okay, because they're more it moderate. It, it really depends. It shifted. It shifted over the past ten or twenty years, where now the left has shifted so far left that yeah, it's kind of caused this that's, conundrum. That's what I'm saying. But the point is, historically, I believe that the country is pretty evenly divided in their beliefs on certain things. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. So. To say that the left isn't, I, I think we're, I, I personally think that we undervalue the left. Like, as far as, like, we take them lightly. It's not that big. The weirdos aren't, there's not that many weirdos. No, I think there's a fucking lot of weirdos. I think there's a lot of fucking people that believe crazy shit. There are. And they have the media. But that's the thing, sure. is if you take away the media, then what? Well, it's just, that's propaganda. Well, then what happens? Their voice becomes much, much smaller, just like their crowds. But they're there. The numbers. uh, Trust me, dude. When it comes to the numbers of this country, the majority of this country knows the truth. I I fully bold, bro. I fully bold. Believe that. Okay. The majority. So more than 50 percent. Okay. Yeah. I'm 51 percent. Could be. That that makes sense because the conservative, like the the majority of this country is conservative by nature, which is roughly like, I don't remember what, 52, 54% of this country are conservative leaning. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. But I'm saying there's a huge portion of this country that are left. And I think the left is toxic at this point. It is. And I think to say that there's not a big group of them is a huge mistake. Because even if Trump won this election, it, it, say that they rigged it, and say that that the Dominion changed numbers and it was and they fucked with some numbers. Okay. Trump had a huge amount of numbers. I don't believe for a second Biden got that much. But it, even if you take away 20 million of Biden's number, that's a lot of motherfuckers that still voted for Joe Biden. 
If That's it, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, if it's he true. I, I, listen, I, I think that people did vote for him. I think the hatred for, for Trump, and that's the one concern I always had, was do they hate Trump more than they're willing to vote for Biden? And I think they did. Yeah. That's I think always been there. I think they've... But so, I mean, what... are You think this is going to go to a civil war? Like this Dude, is like, I, I, I just... I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. But what I, I'm more convinced of is other, more than ever is that it, it's... The divide, I just think that it's a Grand Canyon at this point. I, I you're, think, ju- you're just saying there's a there's at least forty to fifty million people in this country, dude, that are I, never going to be convinced of anything other than what they already believe. Yeah, I think that like when you hear Shapiro and you hear these people talking about the crazy left, Antifa is its own thing, dude. It is small. Antifa is yeah. small. I agree with you, but the people that support that idea ideology is big. They don't do what Antifa does, and they probably never will do what Antifa does. But the supporters, the people that are going like, well, they're not that bad. They're fighting fascists. Like, there's there's a lot of those people. Uh, well. And, and I, what my concern is, is like, it's not getting better. I don't know if there are a lot of those people. I, I, don't, I don't know I how don't you know, prove man. that. But I I think that we're going to find out. How did Ted Wheeler get back in? That Ted, uh, Ted Wheeler? At Portland. My point is, is all this shit happened in Portland. Dominion. Just devastation. Or Dude, Oregon doesn't use Dominion. They don't use Dominion. In they Oregon. use Clear Vote, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> that, 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 you can say whatever you want. The motherfucker's in, and he, and who he ran against was a straight up Antifa person. It's 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 crazy. And you're talking about the most dense area of population in Oregon. This is why Oregon is blue is uh, because of liberal Portland. Yeah. So Same thing with Seattle. My question is is to say that the majority of people that live in this cluster of a shithole of Portland, Oregon. They voted for Ted Wheeler again. Again. I, I can't trust it, though. I don't know. Dude, I listen, I can tell you, in my humble opinion, I think the, the election's all fucker, fuckered up. Yeah. But there is, to me, there's no doubt. There's no fucking doubt in Oregon and Washington. Period. And I love Colt, yeah. dude. I fucking love the guy. I think he did get shitted on a little bit. I think the, the numbers might be a little skewed. It's shat. Okay. Shatted on. Uh, but I'm just going to say he's, this. He's challenging it. He so should. We'll, we'll see. I want to see what happens. But what I'm saying is, is I don't, there's, dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Seattle, Bellevue, it's so fucking out there that I just, I, I cannot not believe that those numbers are, I mean, I just, I know people there, man. They are all about it. They love Jay Inslee. Love him. And I'm like, what? But they believe it. And that's a huge group of people, man. It's a huge group of people. So I think Culp lost. I think if you break it down, seriously, mm-hmm. he lost. And I think that's where we're doomed, is that we got these cities that have this bubble, and they aren't breaking out of it. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, right now, it's, it's hard for me to tell you with a straight face that anybody really won an election. Because I've always thought that the elections were full of shit, and this year proved it. Sure. I mean, I, yeah, the, the whole Dominion voting system is just a. a I gotta a, see a little, it, man. It's a start point. Right? I, I, there's a lot of good information out. They're putting a lot of good information out. It's it's interesting, but there's a lot of me that has, and a lot of it's because I was sick and I was tr- avoiding it. But there's a lot of me that's just like I'm. I'm done hearing this rhetoric. It's rhetoric. I don't care how you fucking break it down. They're playing a game, too. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and jerk off no, Trump and I, the crew. I think the rhetoric is building the story towards I, I'm ins- sick. insurrection. Great. But I'm sick of your fucking story. Not yeah. you. I'm sick of the stories. I'm sick of the buildup. Do it. 
or don't <laughs> fucking do it. Well, that's where ignorance is bliss. It's, you don't have you don't have the bliss because <laughs> no, I, I you, dude, you I know what's going on. No, I understand, right? dude. I understand, but I think I think at the end of the day, I'm I'm, I'm just like I don't want to hear any more. I get it, but you got to look at it from Trump's point of view. What's Trump's point of view? Did he win or did he not? Well, you, what you just said is you have 60 million people that voted against him, and he needs to convince them why. Why did you vote against me? And here's, He doesn't have to do shit. Well, no, I'm just saying, if he's going to do insurrection, there's going to be a massive pushback. And so you got to convince a little bit of that. Be like, here's the proof of why I'm doing this, you guys. You can't just be like, oh, they cheated. Uh, I'm going to pull... If he, does it, if he does it legally. Yeah, by the Constitution. By the Constitution. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. Well, it apparently doesn't. people don't care about the Constitution. I get that. But what I'm saying is, is Trump, and it seems like he is, I want to be fair, Trump is trying to do this by the Constitution. He's got every path he's taken is is a is a path that he can take. It's not shady shit. He's not getting the military and like, fuck it, we're taking this over. That's not what's happening, dude. He's doing it legally, mm-hmm. and he should. But if he does it legally, does it matter what the left thinks? They don't need to be convinced. He did it legally. Well, then it they need to go to jail. I'm just saying that's they're, it. they're not going to be happy either way. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're doing something by the law, mm-hmm. and if you don't agree with that, then those people that don't agree with that are in the wrong. Okay? I'm sorry. But if if whoever does mm-hmm. an action by the Constitution, yeah. whether it be Biden or Trump, sure. you did it by the rule. Sure. Okay? If you disagree with that, then either you fight against that person, and you're wrong, yeah. and you go to jail, or you fight against that person, and you're wrong, and or... You get uh, excommunicated. Yeah, I don't know, man. So, hey, it, it, I, I think saying. I think as a whole, in order to fix our problems, we have to quit thinking of extremes. Okay, and here's the deal: they don't want him to win. A lot of people don't want him to win, even if it was legal. They don't want him to win. They fucking hate him. Yeah, I'm not going to crucify a person. I just don't believe that. I don't believe in crucifying a person who just genuinely is like. God damn it, I fucking hate this guy. I don't no. want him to win. No. And I don't care if he's doing it constitutionally. It's fucking bullshit. I just look no. at you and go, unless, listen, you're, unless you're, that person breaks the law. Well, breaking the law. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Is Yeah, like, but I'm just saying there's going to be people that disagree with this system that he's running right now. But what are they going to do? Most are not going to do anything. Okay, well, then why are you worried about it? I'm not. <laughs> I'm saying that I'm sick of I'm sick of hearing about it. Yeah, me too. I'm sick of this process. I think that if you have it and you got something, share it. Share it. I'm sick of this other like you got this nucleus of truth. He's got it. It's a fucking it's the ring. It's the fucking uh it's like the fucking Avengers, man. It's one of the stones. You know what I'm saying? But then you got this bullshit floating around it. And that's Lynn Wood and all these fucking... It's bullshit. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's bad or I'm not saying he's wrong. No, so I get, I get Lynn Wood. I get that. Okay, right? what I'm saying is is you have but it. Ru- what Rudy Giuliani has been doing with... Yes. Jenna Ellis. Sure. When they are out there and they actually have meeting after meeting after meeting sure. and they have affidavit after affidavit. Yep, videos. and you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? Not watch it. Exactly. Because I, I, I already yeah. know what they're doing. I get what they're, they're doing. They're building of the case. But they're trying to convince the public. It's all they can do right now, man. I mean, until January 6th, what are what, you going to do? What, what's the public 
what does the public, I mean, explain this to me. Maybe I'm missing this, but what does the public have anything to do with it? If they're trying to go to the Supreme Court, what does the public have anything to do with it? I don't know if they're just going trying to go to the Supreme what Court. What are they dude? trying to do then? That's what I'm asking you. I think what they're trying to do is build a case for insurrection, which is okay. a, a moderated military involvement with civilian activities, right? That's and that's part of the Constitution. If he convince the public, then there will be mass chaos, and that's what they're trying to avoid. You're trying to avoid people freaking out when shit is it's going to happen. Yeah. That's that's what I think I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter. You're trying to minimize it though. It's so, going to be bad. Well, yeah, but you know, it's it's minimizing it as as best as you can by delivering just, your case. And that's when you see that there's certain things that are not being portrayed on the mainstream media mm-hmm. when they don't play, you know, certain Trump lawyers talking like like opening statements and all this stuff or they don't play certain things that are pro Trump's argument against Biden. Yeah. You have to look at why. Because they don't want people to see that. I agree with you. I know people are going to give me flack for this. I get it. I get it. Like, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm not, I'm not trying to be devil's advocate. I'm trying to understand. Because the argument with Trump has always been what? What has been the biggest problem with Donald Trump and people liking him? Um, his personality? Yes. And what's his personality? It's like... Bombastic. Yeah. Says a lot of shit. Not always accurate says a lot not afraid to say shit and it works to an extent it worked for me i like that but it doesn't work for the public that's why if he did lose that's why he lost in my humble opinion if he comes out that hey this was kosher trump just lost yeah then i'm gonna blame that 100 on he just rubbed people wrong He's not a bad president. He's a great president, in my opinion. But he rubbed people wrong. You're no. right. I think Joe Biden rubbed people way better than <laughs> oh, Trump did. <laughs> Joe Biden's good at rubbing. We he, all know this. He loves rubbing I'm people. not saying that I believe Trump lost because I don't. I'm just saying if he was to lose legitimately and they proved yeah. it. Well, here's the thing. Joe Biden did not receive the most fucking votes ever I don't in believe a historical that presidency. I don't believe it either. More than Obama. Does. Okay. But okay. what I'm trying to say, that's not really the direction I was going. The direction I'm going, even avid Trump supporters who yeah. voted for him will tell you that he needs to chill out on twi- the twi- t- tweets, Twitter thing, the Twitter comments, the 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 stuff that he says. He needs to chill. Even people that like him a lot, like I wish he wouldn't get on Twitter as much. I wish that maybe he didn't say that that way. There are a lot of people that love him that still will tell you that, and that's been his weakness, man. It's in his weakness. He's very open. Yeah. With that said, you're getting that right now with Rudy Giuliani and Lynn Wood and these other figures. You're getting a lot of talking, a lot of crazy allegations, which could very well be true. But it's a lot of stuff for people to take in, and they're very adamant that it's real, and it might be, but they're spitting it out, and people are having a hard time with it. They're having a hard time. They're they're Part of them, I believe, are saying, like, this is kind of the Trump thing. This is kind of like the... Yeah, I'm the best in the world. We're the greatest. You know, that's what it feels like. And I don't know anymore that we need that. I'm, that's my honest opinion. I think what what he what Trump did was phenomenal, and I think we needed yeah. that character in the beginning. But I, I think, think if uh, Trump wins again, I'm just gonna say this ended. Yeah. If Trump wins again this next four years, I don't think we need that fucking craziness anymore. No, no. You know. So I think right now is you have Trump against the media. And Trump has to do what he's got to do to prove to people, yeah. look at this media that's full of fucking shit. Yeah, but let Trump do that. Yeah. Let Trump do that. That's okay. Trump's game. He's good at it. 
He's really good at it. Okay. Don't but have as a Lynn lawyer Wood. like like Lynn Wood, Rudy Giuliani, these people that you are looking up to 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 hold your case, you don't want to hear that bullshit from them. I want them to be honest. So here's the thing: Lynn Wood talks about how John Roberts has openly called Trump a motherfucker. Sure, has maybe been to Epstein Island. He doesn't know. He's he's called it out, right? Yeah. But he is a defamatory lawyer. He sure. knows all about slander. He knows all about like if I say this. Could I get in trouble if I don't have the proof to back it up? Yeah. So I, 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 let's, I, just, I, let's take those like connotations into. I, I do. And I, and I respect those. I do. I think what I'm trying to get, there's, there's levels to this. And I think the average person, I'm talking the normal person. No, yeah. The average person's ready. Just like you. No, no, We're no, all no, ready for no, this no, to no. be I'm over. saying the average person doesn't care about Epstein's Island. I'm just, I'm being honest with you. The average normal citizen who just likes to work and comes home and tries to follow this and likes Trump. They care about the economy. They care about the economy. Yeah. They care about this, the shit that's going on, the vaccines and all the other bullshit. Yeah. And when you start getting in the weeds, I'm not saying it's not true by any stretch of the means, but if you start getting in the weeds talking about John Roberts was at Epstein Island and, oh, he called him a motherfucker. doesn't, doesn't matter. The thing is, is John Roberts is a Supreme Court justice and I he's get out it. against Trump. That's that's the big overview. I get it, man. But uh, anyway, but didn't we already th- count him out, anyways? I mean, didn't he, we have been? So, but yeah. he's he, now it's actually. I know. But that's why. But he, January sixth is the big date coming up because that's yeah. when Congress has to anoint a new president, and that's when supposedly there's going to be riots and whatnot. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. in D.C. Doesn't matter who wins. So doesn't matter who. Wins. We'll see. Dude, I, I'm not doing like I'm. I'm really not trying to do this just to argue by any means. I, I I'm just telling well, you like my. And it's, it it's sucks been, to know the plan though. It's, it sucks. It sucks to see what's happening and nothing is happening. Right? No. I, yeah. I think that's a lot of it, man. I think it's. Just, and I'm. I'm sure over the course of when we were doing episodes on a regular basis, you could see like my demeanors. I'm not. It's not nothing to do with Trump. I, I honestly think that Trump won. I think the system's fucked. I think Dominion's really bad. That's what it's about I, right I, now. I know, but I, I, that's what I'm that. saying. I think that they might have something there. I think they have something, that stone that they have in the books. But I, I'm, I'm just telling you, from my perspective, in this particular time, I'm done with the bullshit. Okay, yeah, I get that. You know, but and it, I just, if you know that it's something's wrong, and you know the, the average American mindset is like a, a fish, where it's like one story to the next story to the next story, and that's due to the media... Sure. You have to constantly bombard them with this information and say, hey, you guys don't forget about this because what happened to FC didn't kill himself. Yeah, yeah. Right? Bombard them, especially right now, was, was I just we're going into January 6th. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying that the sis, I think that the play that they're doing or, or need to do is out of our fucking hands. It's out of the average citizen's hands. You're it gonna is, have but your you opinion. have the media. You have to fight the media right now. But th- that's, what, that's what I was talking about earlier, Greg, was that the divide is already there. You're either, you support him or you don't. I, that is my humble opinion. There is no more. There is no more middle. There's no more middle. I okay. think, I, in my opinion, the decisions have been made. You are there or you're not. Well, maybe they think about it a little differently. That could be the case. I just, I, and I, I think that's obviously the case. Yeah, I, I understand that they can't give out everything. I get it. Yeah. But what, are they going to like shut up and let Biden and the mainstream media no. just walk all over him? I'm saying. At some point, like there's that Tucker, Tucker, I can never fucking say his name, bro. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. Yeah. There was that beef. Remember that beef? And what was he telling her? He was saying, I need something. And people were like losing their mind. They're like, 
fuck Tucker, fuck her, fuck Tucker. And it was this big, whose side are you on? And, I, and in my honest opinion, Tucker is not wrong. Well, no, but you you prove it in court. You don't prove it on mainstream media. Exactly. Tucker is not the court. Exactly. So but, Sidney Powell is just saying, you hey. You just made my point. Yeah. You prove it in court. Yes. This shit that we're hearing is not in court necessarily, bro. None of this is in court. Supreme Court is having it it's, on January 14th, though. Great. Great. But all the stuff that we're hearing is not in court. No. That's what you just said. This stuff should be talked about in court. No one wants to hear this but nonsense. I, I, I get it, but the, me- the media is not going to stop talking about it. So uh, what are you going to do about I it? I understand. Uh, you false flag it. I don't give a shit what you do. <laughs> they can do it. We can do it, man. I don't fucking care. My point is, is like you can do it the right way. You can say, like, hey, listen, I have great evidence. I got great evidence. You can even s- sprinkle some real shit out there. I think that's what Sidney Powell's been doing this whole time. Uh, sure. And Rudy Giuliani. But th- there's this there's this antics to it. And I understand it, it catches attention. It gets the news's it attention. It looks desperate. It looks... No, I don't really want to go that far. It's just... I don't think people want to see the antics anymore. That's that's exactly where I'm coming from. Well, the, the, Rudy yeah. is great at his job. He's bombastic like Trump. He's not Trump, though. No. And Trump can do it, and people love it. But when you got a lawyer, I want to see... I want to see nothing said but facts. I want to see no bullshit... I want him just to say, like, when somebody says something, he makes a comment. There's a couple times where he's done a great job, where he's like, you're you're wrong. We only have three cases. You're lying up there, and you're, you're, you're wrong. He's spitting facts, bro. Straight facts. There's no bullshit to it. He's just saying facts. And sometimes I don't want to hear the bullshit, because there are there's bullshit in there. 100%. There's bullshit. There's ex- extra that doesn't have to be there. He's just juicing it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Rudy does that as much as Linwood. Well, Linwood yeah. does, for sure. Rudy, I think, does. I think yeah. he likes the attention. Um, don't get me wrong. No, but Rudy, uh, if you, yeah. If I just, you listen I, to more of his conferences, he does focus on the facts. He tries to. Like, pretty much 95 bombastic. And I think that's all I'm trying to say. I, I think that, like, I, I want... I don't know, man. I want sternness and all that stuff. But at the same time, it's like, I just, I'm so tired of it. I'm so fucking tired of it. Yeah. If you got it, let's get it going. Let's get it to the Supreme Court. Do what you got to do. Well, you got to do it by the Constitution. But it doesn't matter what we think. I, I, I just, that's my opinion. It doesn't matter what the American public thinks. If, if Trump has info and he knows he's going to be going to court and he's got the goods, it doesn't matter what the fuck I think or what the fuck these people in Portland think. It doesn't matter. Take your shit, do what you got to do, let people think what they want. You mm-hmm. said it yourself. When he comes out with the facts and the Supreme Court comes out and says, hey, we heard it, Trump's not wrong, he won the election. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. It doesn't matter all the buildup. I just want to hear the fucking result. Well, And yeah. then we'll take it from there. I think the buildup is more of the emotional impact and getting people in the streets and causing chaos. That's the last thing we need right now. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, I agree. I'm just saying at some point that we have to start the the tensions have to go away. I don't know. You can kind of look at it both ways, though. Sure. It could be they're saturating everything. So when the decision does happen, it's not so shocking. Yeah, that's possible, man. And then and then maybe it's it's not so crazy when it happens when it could be softening. You don't say anything. And then boom, all of a sudden things are different and people are going to freak out. You jumped off a, you jumped off a 12 story building, Dave, and you have a pillow down there. Okay. It's a little small pillow. 
That's scary. What Trump and his team are is they're building that into a big parachute. Yeah, sure. To soften sure. the blow. You're going to land. You're going to fall off that, that cliff, right? But no one, not us, not anyone, not anyone is going to know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And no, we're not going to gonna... know yeah. what Sidney Powell's thinking, what Lynn Wood's thinking, what Trump's thinking, what they're talking about, what they're doing. No one's going to know shit until I, I happen. Until I agree, man. the last fucking second. Yeah, happens. 100% agree. And it's and, it, and it, honestly, I want to be very clear that it's not like an argument to disagree with you because I agree with everything you're saying. I just, from my take at this point, I'm, I'm just ready for like... Something to happen. There's that, but I just, I'm ready for like... I, I, closure, I, I, just closure, and and done. I'm done hearing it. I'm done turning the news on. Tell me about going it. Going on Instagram, yeah, and hearing all these rambunctious like, you won't believe what Dominion has really done. Yeah, show me. Uh, no one knows. I'm sorry, no one, me included. You listening, you don't fucking know. You hear stuff, you hear about Dominion. There's some evidence, and there's been some overturns, but I'm saying you don't know what they got in their pocket. They're not going to tell you. They're not going to tell what, us. Like deep state or no, like I'm talking Trump. about Trump's team. Yeah. The real thing. Oh, yeah. If they have it, it's going to it has to be good. Yeah. It has to be. And yeah. you don't know. And I don't know. Yeah. It's just like we were saying with 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 war. Uh, the past administrations put going out and doing press conferences yeah. saying, oh, we're going to go here at this time. Yeah. You're letting the enemy know what you're doing. Exactly. They're yeah. not going to do that. But my point is, is like everything that you hear is straight speculation. You know? And, and I think like what you see on Instagram, somewhat speculating. It's speculating. There's some. There's some, there's a lot of it. Yeah. There's some crumbs. I'm not yeah. saying there's not crumbs, and I'm not saying I'm. I'm being honest about us. Yeah. No. We're like just, when when you see a video of like Comey testifying that there, certain machines don't connect to the internet, and then you have a Dominion voter service guy yeah. connecting a piece of inf- instrument to the internet. Yeah. That is. That's bad. That's bad. I get it. And I, that's and proof. it is. And I, you know, we got to you got to be careful too. John Roberts or whatever. I get it. Like, he's not siding with Trump on a lot of shit. I don't give a shit that he called him a motherfucker. I don't. No, I don't because care Trump is called motherfuckers, I guarantee, all yeah. the time. But, but what I'm saying is, is some the, the one thing that you have to be cautious of when you're a conservative, just like you do on the left, you have to be cautious of them building up a story because they're concerned. They're concerned that they don't have a case. Now, just hear me out. That they know that they don't have a great case and that he's probably going to vote against them. So what do they got to do? Smear him. It's oh, part John of the Roberts? game plan. Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's a good dude. I'm not saying he didn't diddle kids on Epstein Island because he uh, yeah. probably fucking did. But I'm just <laughs> saying we have to be cautious because yeah, sometimes no. No, they I get do it. this. I get it. And But you got to remember like stories from back in July when John Roberts fell down a flight of stairs. Oh, for sure. Remember that? Oh, yeah. You think he just fell no. down a flight of stairs? Bro? No, we've seen that too many times. Look at Mitch McConnell. Like, Black eyes. Last month. Black eyes. He had bruised face, yep. bruised hands. They're saying, oh, there's a reason for that. Blood thinners, blah, blah, My ass. <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree. I agree. 100%, dude. You got your fucking ass kicked, bro. I, I'm telling you right now, Greg. Look at this guy. Yeah, he looks like he got kicked in the face. That was straight off of uh, American X or History X. <laughs> yeah, he got curb stomped, and they fucking rammed his Look fist. at his hands. Yeah, they they put him through some vice grips, dude. Okay. I, 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 um, and what just happened with Mitch McConnell? Yeah. He just flipped, right? Biden's our president. Yeah. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah. It's Chinese wife. Who? Mitch McConnell. Oh. Well, I mean, it was is she actually from China? Like I CCP? don't know, bro. 
I just I, that's that's circulating. Here's the deal. I'm not saying that John Roberts is gonna is right or wrong. I'm saying yeah, as yeah. a as a it's, person who looks into stuff, like I think a lot of our listeners do, you have to be very careful. For sure. It, but John Roberts has been in speculation for years. Yes, he it's has. not just a Trump voting thing. Yes, he has. It's not just you know what I mean. Yes, he so, has. I agree. I agree. Yes. Let's. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, listen, man. First time back. I'm fucking rolling right now on life. <laughs> it's good, dude. I got a second uh, wave of life. A second wind. I was given a second chance. Dave's second wave. No. I, I, listen, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad that we're doing it. Sorry we got a little carried away there. It's, it's, dude, it's, it's a hot topic, man. You know? It I think is everybody. I think everybody's tensions are high. And, and mine are, for sure. Um, I'm just, I love the president. I want him to win. I think he's going to. But I'm just ready. I'm just ready. That's it. There you go. Everybody is. And don't fear COVID. It's fucking not that bad. <laughs> I well, hey. I mean, out of the horse's mouth, right there. I'm just saying. If I if I had a choice between getting a bad sunburn or COVID, you get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, I might have to toss a coin on the line. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's annoying. All right. Well, uh, I think it was a good show overall. No, dude. Listen, this was just kind of a get back in the groove. Oh yes. I want to explain why we've been gone. I think you guys got that. Yep. Fun stories, you know, entertaining. Um, that's what it is. Chris, good show. Good show. Welcome back, David. Dave. Thanks, man. And I did not have my dick cut. Where we go one, <laughs> we go off. Sign on. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Fine. American... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.